0: up ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to hcs pro talk your weekly halo e-sports podcast this episode 254 for the week i almost uh, this is why i have it typed out so i don't do this what i'm doing right now it's just forget what the fucking week it was for the week of september 25th 2022 the title of this week's episode is the land curse is broken the green wall stands tall HCS Orlando Post Show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to take a second right here. Because for once, for the first time probably ever, for a LAN, I was right! I was right! On the on first place, I was right. <laughs> on third place, and I was right. On a fifth, sixth place, but that's it. That's it. I wasn't right on a lot of them, but I was right on some of them. God damn it! And I was right on number one. Number one, baby. <laughs> Uncle Pumpy with the four month <laughs> resub, you get a woo! Let's go, baby.
1: At tier three as well. Holy tier shit. three again, Uncle Pumpy. You need to. Chill, man. I'm gonna call
0: you daddy soon. <laughs> Fox too quick with the fucking primer. Thank you. Thank whoa! You. What is happening, Raider Thank Hater? You. With the ten monther as well. We got a hype trade, yo. Katana Optic. with the oh, four shit. months. <laughs> Y'all gets whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Josh popping off.
0: No, chat's popping off to start the show off. I'm not doing shit. Yeah. I, what What do I always say, Will? All I do is scream. That's all <laughs> I do on the show. Yo, Malamalo. Mallow if I mispronounce that, I, I, I'm I deeply sorry. But A, thank you for the follow earlier today. And B, thank you for the primer. You get a woo!
1: The optic hype is real today.
0: Holy guacamole, dude. Oh, Ten out of ten pronunciation. I try, you know, I try. Thank you so much, and seriously, thank you all so very much. Thank you for the hype train. Thank you all so much for the, for the subs to kick off the show. Beans for lunch. Beans. Let's go catching the live show once again. Let's go serialism. I was scared for a second there when I read that name, but serialism. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It's getting hot in here. Like Will mentioned, it probably would before he even started the show. So I have something to take off right now.
1: (laughs) Josh, uh, stripping on the live show. What?
0: That's okay, because I have my Optic Gaming jersey on, baby! Mythic with the two-month resub. You get a woo as well. Woo-wee! Oh, I'm glad we're starting the show off with something positive, Will. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You guys are amazing. Welcome to the live show, everybody. It's going to be a great time. Hope you all are excited. Strap the fuck in. Make sure you have something to drink. Have a snack. I got my snack right here. (laughs) It's called Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem in the new Optic Gaming merch. My name is Josh J K J K Fire. You should have already known that by now, but if you didn't, now you do. Will, how are
1: you doing on this Monday evening? Oh, I'm great. Now it was an exciting intro.
0: Oh, it was incredibly exciting.
1: Chat popping off. You're giving out woos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I'm the woo guy. Yeah, you know? woo guy. Yeah, I'm the woo guy that was not at the Super Bowl. Oh,
1: not God, one that one year. That, was that the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl? It might have been.
0: I'm I'm not entirely sure yeah. which Super Bowl it was, but like, yeah, that Super Bowl woo guy lives in infamy? A
1: little bit, yeah, I would say so.
0: I don't even know anymore. Oh, there goes the there, mythic there, one. There, there you go.
1: There. Um No man, we had
0: Winkler, Optic Gaming back.
1: finally. Spoiler alert <laughs> If you don't know, you you're part of the HCS community, you should know exactly. by now. Yo, Beth that- with the twenty-nine month resub, thank
0: you so much. <laughs> You get a woo!
1: Y'all are incredible.
0: And Winkler, if you didn't if you didn't hear me, I said hello and welcome back as well. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. Well, you're right. It was crazy. Uh, if you guys didn't know, yes, finally Optic have won a LAN. It is
1: Yeah. They finally won a LAN. It was uh exciting to see. We'll talk about it later, of course, but yes. um yeah, I'm I'm doing good, man. How are you? I am I'm doing swell. I'm doing swell.
0: And like I said, uh, there, there were, uh, Serialism says, hello guys, uh, Lucas, it's Lucas from Podcast of All. You're welcome. Oh. Also, thanks for joining the, uh, watch along that we had over the weekend too. And I hope you enjoyed your time at, um, Orlando because I'm pretty damn sure you were at Orlando. Um, so, uh, Will, ask me the question and then we'll get into it.
1: Uh, what do we got coming up on the show today, Josh?
0: We kick off our show. We're going to change things up a little bit in terms of the format because of something that had happened. Uh, We're going to kick off the show with our HCS Orlando post show. Okay. So we're going to start off with the positive. We're going to celebrate the event. We're going to talk about it, how things happened. It's going to be great. Uh, Then we have too much merch, too little money. Ah, yes. 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 (laughs) Yes. I'm fucking excited, but like, you know... (laughs) Oh man, the amount of money. Um, The Europa Halo Fall Series returns, then it's going to be time to get serious. Um, The Nated Eyes return to competitive Halo, as a matter of fact, and the Call of Duty League season is in clear view. But without further ado, Will, let's actually get into our topic of this week's episode of the show, which is our HCS Orlando Post show.
1: Jumping right in. That's right. That's what we're going to
0: do. Will, before we get into what happened within the event, give me a little bit of a roster recap. Thank you very much. Will, uh, we had FaZe, and they had a couple things take place. First off, Towie is actually moving to the general manager role of FaZe Halo. And then uh, Tusk, which I missed fucking typed in the show notes. My apologies. Tusk enters in as the coach of that roster, and I believe was the coach for Orlando. There you go. And actually won the award, I think, for best coach at the event. Nice. So there you go. G2, yes, fine-a-fucking-lee, the worst-kept secret of all time, is now official. They signed barcode. So he has officially transitioned over from Australia to the United States, Um, at least for now. I don't know if he still is a, I, I, I. I know he got like the, the passport visa situation figured out, but I don't know if he's an official resident of the United States. Um, but he signed with G2 officially. He is now a player for that team. There you go. And then Oxygen Esports, um, they picked up Collect, as a matter of fact. So this was another kind of worst kept secret. But from Collect, he says, happy to announce I'll be finishing the rest of the HCS 22, uh, 2022 split with Oxygen Esports on loan from Native Gaming. So yes, the, the speculation out there of, well, he was scrimming with that squad. He was actually officially a part of that roster at some point in time. um appreciate the smooth transition in such a short time. So that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Very nice. And as we will come to find out, it definitely worked out in his favor. Um, and that team's favor by picking him up. And we'll get into that in a, in a little bit, uh, crucial raider. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show will let's just get right into the tournament results because there were a few different things that happened in this event. Okay. And I have these again, a little bit split up, but the throwback throwdown, down. And we'll talk about the whole midship re I'm uh, not midship. We'll t- Jesus Christ. Thank God. It wasn't that I know. Hate me all you want, but like I, whatever. Uh, we'll talk about the pit remake in a minute. Okay. That's a different thing, but you had team triggers down go up against team instinct, which really turned out to be team. We have two current pros on our roster versus team. We've got coaches. And uh, who do you think won? Well, uh, the pros
1: maybe. Well, you
0: yep, got that right. <laughs> but not only did they win, they won in dominant fashion so much. So in the slayer, because they did a CTF to start things off on the pit remake. And then they did uh slayer on the pit remake and it got so bad in the Slayer that they just decided to go to for trick shots instead. Um, so there's that. And then also, um, Serialism says, yo, the trash talking was a nostalgia trip. It, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. But I am going to throw this statistic out there. And uh, we all love, we all adore David Walshy Walsh, okay? We all love that man. But I will say that now it is official that he is 0 for 3 on HCS event show matches. Big Team Battle Bonanza, Big Team Battle Bonanza 2, and now the throwback throwdown. So, sorry Dave, but it is what it is. Hopefully they invite you back again and uh, you can actually fucking win one. Because I, I was rooting for you so badly, not in this one for other reasons, but in the Big Team Battle Bonanza 2, I was rooting for you so hard. But it didn't fucking happen.
1: It is possible for him to reverse sweep now. I mean, he's 0-3.
0: It is. You can make a 4-0
1: run. So
0: we're talking about best of 7 best right of now? Best of 7 in the All right. show matches? All right, we're yeah, We're talking about why not?
1: best of 7s. Sounds good. It's the only way to do a real... Uh... Real series. You're not wrong.
0: Also, uh, Beth says, Did you "See the tweet while she posted, where his mom had texted asking if he'd won." Yes, I saw that. Yeah, and, and he said like, "Nobody tell her or whatever." I saw that it was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh no. Uh, um, Justice. Thank you very much for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Uh, is that? Oh my god, I'm gonna mispronounce that. And I don't want to mispronounce that. r sizzle. If I mispronounce your name, I apologize. Welcome to the live show. Says the whole event crowd rooted for Walshy on stage. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't expect them not to. It's fucking Walshy. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And then, uh, Brian with the 26, 26 month resub, you get a, woo! I got a perfect. Oh, I'm fucking on fire with names today. There you go. Holy moly. I didn't even clean my glasses for this shit. <laughs> for those that wear glasses, you'd understand what I meant there. They get dirty quickly. You know?
1: And sometimes you don't even know how.
0: Yeah. Like it's just normal wear, you know? Like I'm not sitting there going like, it's fucking smudging them up. You know what I mean? I don't go out of my way to do that. K Diddybot. Ooh. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Hope you enjoy. It's going to be a fun time. We're already having fun. It's great. Walshie's not having fun, but we're having fun. <laughs> no, I bet he's having a lot of fun. It's It seemed like everybody on that stage was having a great time, regardless. And yes, the Walshie trash talk was chef's kiss. It was perfect. Um, And yes, Beth, we stand Walshie here. So yeah. Triggers down won that in fucking handily. It wasn't even a competition. Um, the last Spartan standing winner is I crush all. So congratulations to I crush all on winning the Dolby sponsored last Spartan standing tournament, $5,000 tournament. If I am not mistaken. Very nice. Why doesn't the sub message appear on the stream chat? Brian, I thought you told me not to read them anymore. Okay, I'll fucking read it. He says, oh, snap, that's 26 months. 26 is a special number for no reason other than the fact that, we'll be, that we will be in Seattle for HTS Worlds in 26 days. That's about everything that makes 26 a special number. It's pretty bland if I'm being honest. I even Googled fun facts for the number 26. Nothing interesting came up. Oh, well, not all numbers can be 69 or elite. See you all soon. Thanks, Brian. Wonderful. Stoked to see you, though. That's going to be yes. fun. Yes. Um, R sizzle says it was funny when while she, uh, when they introduced each player while she, instead of raising the middle finger, he raised his pointer finger as a claw. That's that's what I loved. Probably the most about the entire thing is that I genuinely thought he was going to flip off golden boy. um, But no, when he, when he, when he did the claw, I'm like, Oh my God, that was amazing. That was amazing. Uh, amazing. Okay. This is where I mispronounce a name. Is it baggy? Probably mispronounced the shit out of that. Welcome to the live show, by the way. It says 26 is the number of miles in a marathon. Well, there you go. A Rubik's Cube can always be solved in 26 moves or less. Brian, you really fucking failed at finding fun facts about the number 26, didn't you? Wow. We have people just shouting out a couple of them right away, and Brian's like, I fucking even searched. I couldn't find anything. That's okay. Moving on. The FFA. The FFA. In eighth place, we had Beppix Seventh, Reverbed. Sixth, Despiteful 3462. Fifth was Dakota, uh, NY. I don't know if it's New York, but regardless. Fourth was Glosey. Third was Porky J. Second, Gunplexion. And first was Gold Star BR. The old tried and true Gold Star BR. Wow. Taking it home. Taking it home. Will. Let's move on to pool play. Pool play.
1: All right. You want to take pool A? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Take pool A. Uh, coming in at the bottom of pool A was the Chiefs. Unfortunately, they went 0 and 4. Uh-huh. Fnatic 1 and 3. Ascend 2 and 2. Phase Clan 3 and 1. And Optic Gaming perfect record at 4 and 0.
0: Yep. So this was uh, this, and probably pool C was the pools that we were closest in. Predictions for because uh fanatic won a game and we, I just imagined them. Um, I imagine the pool play team that came in was just going to get swept out completely, but no, that was actually the chiefs. Ooh. It's okay. That pool was just a slaughter fest from the get go. Yeah. When you have phase and optic in the same one, oh my God. Um, I'll, I'll do pool. B pool, B, pool B here and and pool B where I thought native red was actually going to do better. They didn't, but regardless, G1 went 4-0 and o in their pool. Oxygen Esports coming from open bracket, okay? Oxygen Esports coming from open bracket takes second place in their pool. This is a three-way split. Oxygen, Native Red, and Quadrant all went 2-2 two and two in their pool, but based off who they beat to get that 2-2 two and two record, it was actually Oxygen Esports taking second in their pool and not only doing that, but auto-qualifying for
1: pools at Worlds. Insane, yeah, real, yeah. I couldn't believe that. That pool was just
0: unbelievably crazy. Um, but again, like I said, Native Red and Quadrant also went two and two, but the they didn't get auto qualified for pools, but that's okay. And then Centinegra went oh and four. Will, what
1: happened in pool C? Well, um, as expected, Sentinels swept the pool, Mm -hmm. G2 three and one Navi went two and two. Did you expect Navi to have that type of record? Uh, kind of that even I split.
0: Think, I think our predictions were Sentinels, G2, Navi cruelty, and then the open bracket team. I think that's what we agreed on.
1: Yeah. So what, what was the shock was cruelty going zero and four.
0: Yeah. But then again, I mean, they are, I don't want to dunk on that team. It sucks that they went 0-4, but you had TSS Sports coming in. That was Ace's new team, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, they, yeah, so. They pulled the game. But They pulled the game. Yep. Yeah. This uh, Pool D, uh, it's definitely a surprise there for me. This was interesting for me as well. So in Pool D, we have E United actually going 4-0 and when we thought Cloud9 was going to take that spot. Not necessarily 4-0, and but, like, just take the pool as the winning team. Um, But it was actually Cloud9 taking second in the pool, going 3-1. and Then it was Lings actually going two and two space station going one and three and space station had a lot of issues going on as well. Um, just to give everybody a heads up, one of their players had visa issues. So they weren't actually, they didn't play with their full team. And as a result, their, uh, their actual coach had to step in and be the sub for the player that wasn't able to make it. And then, um, Elamite was their coach for the event. And there's a language barrier there, obviously, Um so it just it was unfortunately the way the the things worked out for that team. Um but I mean they they did eke out a series, so you can take that for what you will. And uh they actually do a couple things in losers as well, but we'll get to that eventually. And then following esports, um, this was Kratos' team, as a matter of fact, going 0-4. Uh get dunked on, bro. I don't know. (laughs) Uh but yeah, I, I uh if space station had their full roster in play. I would have expected them to do better. Um, but it is what it is. And that really sucks that that's the way it went down. But, you know, yeah. hopefully hopefully for Worlds because they are. Um, so it's the top 12. This is how Worlds is going to work for folks who may not understand. The top 12 teams, regardless of region, the top 12 teams regardless of region from orlando automatically qualify for pool play at worlds automatically um dordium thank you for the follow welcome to the live show uh then there is a play in bracket okay this play in bracket will consist of the top 2 teams in each region that did not make top 12 at Orlando using HCS points as a tiebreaker. They will be be in a play-in bracket, and the four teams to make it out of that play-in bracket make it into the pools at Worlds, okay? So hopefully that clears things up. Because like I said, while Space Station may not have made top 12 at the event... They are still top two in their region in terms of HCS points. So take that. Take that for what you will. They So they did qualify for the play-in bracket. Um. Also, holy shit, Warhawk, Crossfade, and Navy by Nature. Thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Crossfade says, kind of crazy, Proton lost to a coach. They were frying really, though. Uh, Thought they had that series. And then... The play-in bracket is such a lame idea. Rewards people for not living in North America, so we'll have we'll have thoughts about the whole like point structure and whatnot in like worlds whatever. We'll get to that. And then Dora says, "Who are teams in the play-in bracket?" I don't know if we have them all solidified yet. At least I didn't look, so I apologize in advance. But like you, you can already guarantee that Ascend's going to be there because they're the top team in in Europe in terms of points, right? They're the top team. They're going to make it into the play-in bracket because they didn't make top 12 space station because they are the top team in, um, in Mexico. My apologies. Uh, the chiefs, right. They're going to, they're going to be the top team in Australia, New Zealand. So they'll make it as well. Um, and I think, I think mind freak or, or divine mind. I think divine mind and the chiefs are the two teams coming out of Australia, New Zealand. Just, you know, deducing from there. So, that's what I'd assume. But with that, those are the pools. So, we know how things shake out there, right? Yeah. Let's get into bracket play. I'm not going to go through the entire open bracket because that, you know, a lot of teams. I ain't got time. Sorry, not sorry. For the championship bracket, let's move to the upper bracket first, or the winner's bracket. And Optic Gaming really just ran house. If there was anything for me to say about this is that Optic Gaming came to play, and this this is the Optic Gaming that we were expecting to see at Kansas City, but we didn't get. And now, like, you could tell, you could tell that they were, you could tell that they were mad about how they placed a KC and they used all of that anger towards progressing as a team. And you could tell from the moment, from the moment that Brad APG was on main stage from that first series of the day, like that first pull play series, you could just fucking tell. Dialed in. Nothing was for for lack of a better pun, nothing was phasing him, right? You you could just tell, like he was fucking dialed in Yeah. the entire time. It wasn't until that after series interview when he said like the job's not done that he let the crowd guy to get to him and like they were, they were boosting him up, you know, they were cheering him on. And you finally saw a glimpse of that, like breaking down of the barrier a little bit that obviously he's a human being, but no, he was dialed in from the get-go. And the, he knew what they were there to do.
1: Okay. It's like, we, we've always talked about that Tox, optic previous. Yeah. It's like, they were there for business. They knew what they needed to do. They were locked in. Yep. That felt like optic had that, this event.
0: Absolutely. Um, flange kill. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. So optic gaming ran house, right? Um, And it's, it's kind of crazy because, and again, we'll get to losers, but I just want to say they three, one to United. Okay. And winners round two, the semifinal in the winner's final, they three owed phase. And that's important to note because yes, what people, what people may not realize is that yes, pool play is, is a different, just like online is a completely different beast to land. Right. I hope people understand that now is that LAN is completely different than online play. Okay? And yes, we have disconnects. I'm not going to sugarcoat that shit. Like that was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. But LAN is a completely different experience than online. Pool play is a different experience than bracket play. Bracket play is a little bit more at stake. Especially if you're in losers bracket, then if you lose your home, you go home. You know what I mean? Like there are there's more at stake there. There's more there's more emotions at play. Um, teams bring out a little bit more in themselves during bracket play. So in pools, you had phase against optic because they're in the same pool. And that went to a game five. It did. And you're like, oh, fucking a Phase came to play. It was a, it was a good series to watch. Yes. And not to say phase didn't come to play because we're going to talk about where they placed later. And I thought they did incredible for what they were given. Um, but in bracket play, when things truly mattered and things were on the line, Optic just came fucking swinging and they 3-0'd him. What's up, Overkill? Welcome back. Hello. An ATA fighter. Welcome to the live show. Thank you for the follow. Swap Optic Gaming runs house through winners. On their side of the bracket. Okay? On the other side, things get weird. Because with how pools shook out and how seating worked for the bracket, Sentinels and cloud nine went up against each other immediately.
1: I would say this, this was a stacked side of the bracket. Yep. So
0: Sentinels went up against cloud nine winners bracket round one. Okay. And as we all should know, what's up collect. Welcome back. Can we get a round of applause for collect for making fucking worlds? Congratulations, Collect. Um. For for those who don't know and for those who don't understand, what's up, Snag? Welcome back. Cloud9 is a different team on LAN. Okay? Now I did have them taking forth this event. I did have them taking forth this event. Because this was and this was me like giving praise to FaZe. Because, you know, there's always that question about. Do they have enough practice going into this event? Have they shored up their their objective deficiencies, right? Are they all gelling together? Can they make something happen? Because we know that while Cloud9 is not a great online team, that's proven, when it comes to LAN, they step up a little bit. And not just a little, they step up a lot of it, okay? Well, I don't know if Sentinels were just having a bad day, but Cloud9 took them to task and beat them 3-1, okay? Sending Sentinels to losers, Not just losers, but way earlier, way earlier than I thought they'd be sent to losers, okay? Because again, for my predictions, I had Sentinels taking second in this event, right? So that was was crazy. And then on the other side, you had FaZe beating G1-3-1. G1, I didn't think we're going to do a lot this event, to be honest with you. I thought they have great talent, but again, I didn't see them doing a ton, okay? So that's that. I want to catch up on chat real quick. Um, Go for it. Bloomdog. Welcome to the live show. That's so blue Jay. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It says 254 episodes. What the fuck? How have I never (laughs) seen these guys before? Because people hate us. You'll figure that out that people hate me and you'll figure it out quick. Okay. Sendles disappointed cloud nine show that Renegade was overrated. I don't know about overrated. Okay. He's not overrated. Let's calm down. Let's calm down. Holy moly. Oh man. Blue Jay, not overrated, man. Come on. G1 could have gotten sent in that round five, if not for bad positioning. And that's Malum. BC, the gray, welcome to the live show Malum. That's, that's the thing too, right? That's what separates. This is what I talk about all the time in the show. That is what separates the goods from the greats, okay? And I'm not saying G1 is not a great team. They're just not there yet. They're just not there yet. Can they get there? Absolutely. And you know they're going to put the time in leading into Worlds. Do not get me wrong here, okay? But there's a reason why you said it. Positionals, right? Sentinels were in a better position than G1 were to win that game five, that 50 to 49 Slayer. That's how fucking close that was. And it wasn't even on main stage. We'll get to that later too. But that's what separates those teams. That's what separates those types of teams. And I don't want people, and I'm not saying you guys are, but I don't want to hear slander towards, towards lethal or any shit like that. You know, there were multiple games for multiple teams that one player did not play to their potential. I saw multiple games where Cloud9, with e- where Eco didn't play to his potential, right? And they still got second this event. So there's that. Um, Fire Ninja, beaming, streaming. Thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Hope you guys have a good time. And if I missed something in chat, I apologize. Got some new faces here. People chatting, keeping it lively. I love it. We're going to keep going. So then it's Phase versus Cloud9 in the winter semifinal, okay? And it was at this moment. Now, Cloud9 have been kind of wishy-washy, this event, if we're being completely honest, okay? But it was this series that FaZe really proved to me. And I I learned a lot about this. I learned, this is why I gave FaZe a lot of praise after the United Grunt Classic, Okay. Okay, what the fuck is happening right now? Flawed argument, slow dive, and pog. With the follows, thank you guys so much. What is hap- what the thank fuck? Thank you. Yeah, you guys are crazy right now. I praised phase, and I've been a phase skeptic. Uh, you you can go back to previous episodes; you'll know that I've been a phase skeptic. Okay, um, but it was that series. It was that series that really solidified to me that FaZe have done what I was wanting them to do. And I got to see it firsthand. They shored up their objective deficiencies. Renegade came out and said that this was the team that this team he feels has the most passion of any team that he's been a part of, right? They clearly are working well together. They all can play objective. No one needs to be the objective guy on their team. Everybody can play objective. You know everybody can slay. Like that's a given. With the talent that you have on that roster, you already know everybody can slay. But it was that series. It was the Cloud Nine series. And maybe, maybe there was that in the back of Renegade's head. Like I'm going to show these fucking guys what's up, old team. You know. And and apparently, like drama behind the scenes. Not trying to fuel that right now. Just saying, like from what what's been said around the internet. There was some drama behind the scenes with that team, why he wanted to leave, whatever. But it was that series. When I saw Renegade, it was bizarre CTF. When I saw Renegade. What he got a killing frenzy that game, if I'm not mistaken. That man. Is that when he started
1: did he start off 0 1 and then just went on a frenzy I think after so.
0: that? I think so. It was it was that game. It was that game. It was that series that made me realize that okay, Faze, you've you have shut me up, and that is all, all that I want. That's all that I've ever wanted is for that roster to shut me the fuck up. Because I can't say that I believe in it unless I see it. I need to see it first. It's it's the whole optic land thing, right? I am, I will, and I have said that if they they've been this online warriors type team where they'll win every online event. No problem. It's fucking online. Who cares? It's not until a land environment that you really have to prove yourself. And fanboying aside. Yeah, they won and they proved themselves. Faze proved themselves to me at this event. I could say, Oh, they played so well at the grunt classic. I don't fucking care. It's online. Yes. I learned something, but they didn't prove it to me. It was proven to me in Orlando that they have fixed a lot of the deficiencies really work together as a team and straight up kick some ass. And that bizarre CTF game, I was saying it when we were doing the watch along and whatnot, it truly felt to me that a renegades playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers and renegade to me, it felt like he was playing halo five again. on that spice roster with the way he was moving around with thrust and the grapple shot. Yes. I know grapple shots, not in halo five, But just the way he was moving around the map, the way he was flanking enemies, the way he was just, he had his way with his old team. Like he was playing matchmaking. And that's fucking terrifying. So FaZe beat them 3-1, handily outplayed them. But then again, Optic just went on a tear and that was kind of expected, right? Or not expected, but I guess wanted, you could say. I'm um, catching up on chat here for a second. Yeah. Uh gunslaying Detective Pat Blue Devil Dan. And Lug. Thank you for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Hope you guys are having a great fucking night. ATA says uh C9 would have won with Renegade. I wouldn't even go that far. Reason why? KC. Wouldn't go that far. Well, the Fair Quadrant uh, could have won against Sentinels at KC. Woulda, shoulda sort of thing. It's always a woulda, shoulda sort of thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? I'll get to those subs in a second as well. Uh, Sentinels are just inconsistent. And that's, this is why I never bet against Sentinels in a land environment. I never bet against Sentinels in a land environment because you never know what's going to happen. But we always say this too. With Halo, you never know what's going to happen. Any day is a different day. Every series could drastically be different. You have no fucking idea. You can have your predictions. Our predictions are always wrong, but there's that. Snag says biggest L was not streaming those two games Sunday. We'll talk about that later as well. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um. And then snag delicious. Thank you so much, snag, for the three gifted subs to Maddie, Anthony, ADHD, and console. Greatly appreciated. Lug says, King Nick cost them some games. Everyone else played well while Nick going negative eight plus. And that's the thing too, is that Lug, I've said, I said it just earlier, is that there have been multiple games in multiple series in this event where one player on a team has not been performing up to what we expect them to play at. Like I, my, my example was, uh, my example was Eco on C9. There were multiple games where to my eyes, he wasn't playing up to his ability, right? And again, this is like what if scenarios. What if Nick was playing to his true potential? What if Eco was playing to his true potential? You know? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw Lethal in there, I guess. What if Lethal was playing to his true potential, even though his assists were off the fucking charts? You know what I mean? Always these what-if scenarios. If every player was locked in, playing the best Halo they ever played, would this event shake out differently? I don't know. I don't know. And Fire? There you go. There you go, fire. Fire says, who cares? Lethal went negative almost every game when they won KC. And that was why, that was why to the comment that said if Renegade was on C9, they would have won. Go back and watch KC. Was there inner turmoil in that team? Who the fuck knows? But all I know is that Sentinel's 4-0'd them. So there's that. Um, Carnegie, Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Greatly appreciated.
1: Let's go to losers bracket. Will.
0: Okay. Well, I guess I Move should. On. i am really sorry. I've been talking a lot. Will, is there anything you want to say about yeah, the open up, uh, the upper bracket?
1: You, you hit all the points. Oh. I don't know what else to say. Um, there is something. Uh, uh someone mentioned it in chat too. The the you know we're, we've been praising Faze, mm-hmm. but someone made the the comment weak mentals though. Right, I think uh, classic reflux. And that that does worry me with the team down the line. W- will they get in their own heads if they don't start winning more? Will they s- start going at each other? I mean, we know Spartan and King Nick are good, but is Renegade going to want more?
0: You know what's funny you mentioned that? And the individual in chat that mentioned that too, is that when FaZe lost um, to Cloud9 the second time around, we'll get to that. When FaZe lost to Cloud9 the second time around, you know what I saw on the side of FaZe after they lost? What's that? Shaky hands. Shaky hands. Shaky hands. Mm. And I know that in the grand scheme of things it might not mean anything, but like it's just I eye, eyesight, right? Like when you see something like that, it's to me it was a little telling. What if? Now, I, I do believe that they are forced to be reckoned with because you know they're just going to practice their asses off leading into Worlds. Oh, yeah. But when I saw those shaky hands at the end of that series, because because of how easily they fucking whooped their asses earlier, and then they got their asses handed to them the second time around because Cloud9 on LAN is just a different fucking thing. Actually, I should I should say, Championship Sunday is a different fucking thing. Championship Sunday is a different fucking thing. Let's move to losers. Proton Gaming beat the Chiefs, so the Chiefs just literally won and done. They're out. Sorry, guys. We'll see you in the plan bracket. Because I, I think by points, you make it there anyway. Um, Falling Esports, Kratos' team, RIP, lost to Team War. The ragtag group of players? Rami, Envor, Tony Two Turnt.
1: Tony. Tony.
0: <laughs> I, I I, honestly forgot who the last player was, and I feel like an asshole. But they went on a loser's bracket run, let me tell you. So they 3-0 Falling Esports. Moving on. Complexity 3-0 cruelty. Whoopdy fucking do. And then uh Anime Demons 3-0 Cintanegra. So again whoop deep fucking do
1: hysteria is the last member of team war thank you
0: oh yeah and he oh my god in the after the after match interview um against i think it was against senders whoever it was against and he said fucking uh shout out monster for dropping me on oh. that complexity roster i'm like oh fucking get him dude get him bro
1: a little jab a little jab love it
0: um and then here's where space station did a little something, something they uh, beat proton gaming three, two again, very close series, but it is what it is. Team war beat quadrant. So another international team done and dusted three, two going to team war Fnatic three, one over complexity. Um, I, d- I did say that, you know, pay attention to complexity. I'm eating my words right now. Okay. I'm eating my words right now. Don't pay attention to them anymore. What I meant to say was you pay attention to them when they had hysteria. They don't have them anymore. Now it's Team War! And then TSS Aces team beat Anime Demons 3-0 to move on. Na'Vi winning a a series, believe it or not, against Space Station in a hot 3-0. Team War. Here is where things got fucking spicy. Yeah. Here is where things got spicy. So... Ascend got fucked in their pool. That goes without saying, okay? You have two of arguably the best North American teams in the world, like two of the best Halo teams in the world in the singular pool, and then you have Ascend coming in, who is the best team in the EU region. Um, They just got, oh, man, they got fucked. So they went up against a hot team war who weren't done playing their game yet and uh, just played with Ascend the entire time, and they beat him 3-1. Um, ascend got knocked out really early, and my prediction got absolutely annihilated <laughs> for ascend. I truly believe that ascend would be a top eight team. Didn't you know? What, you know what's funny? I'm gonna give tools some shit right now. I'm gonna give tools some shit right now. I think tools had ascend getting fucking third or fourth this event. He like did. you're on
1: your goddamn mind, Garrett. Uh, Josh. Yeah. I know how much you love puns. I hate puns. Go ahead. Uh, Blue Jay says. Oh, no. The tides have tonied, you could say. Did
0: they get too turnt?
1: They got turnt. They
0: got turnt <laughs> 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 The fucking Tony too turnt. Uh, Jigbo and PlayPat, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome. So yeah, Team More annihilated Ascend, sent Ascend home, and my prediction went fucking poof. Just like that. Top 8, what? You I'm at top 16. Holy fuck. I wasn't expecting that at all. The text that the tables
1: have two turnt. They they I hate puns. Fuck off. Um Oh, how the turn tables? How the how the turnt tables?
0: Um Native Red, XKCP just had their way with Fnatic because that team can't get anything together and they 3-0'd them. And then TSS, Aces team again, uh, annihilating J-Lings 3-0, sending another international team home packet. But now it was Collect's turn to have some fun. Collecting the Oxygen Esports team, shout out uh, Nemesis, MN, you know what it is. Oxygen Esports beat Navi 3-2. Hot game five action that was taking place there. But really in that game five, Oxygen had their way with Navi. If you watched it, they just took them to task. Um, so yeah, Oxygen Esports moving on. And with that win over Navi, solidifying themselves in a pool play spot at World. So congratulations, Oxygen Esports. Then it was G2 Esports going up against Team War. And uh, G2 were like, hey, I know you guys have had a hot streak right now, but uh, no. And they beat them 3-0. So there was that. And uh, with that, G2 also solidified themselves a pull play spot at Worlds. On the lower side of the bracket, Sentinels went up against Native Red, XKCP. kcp And unfortunately for KCP, you played against a Sentinels team who you know, don't really fuck up when the rubber meets the road. At least until what we'll talk about later in the bracket. They beat him 3-0, sending XKCP home. And then G1 sent Ace's team home with 3-0 as well. Because G1 are just better. Oxygen Esports went up against G2 Esports in the losers round five. Yes, it's losers bracket. Losers bracket, not elimination bracket all right
1: fallen spartan thank you for the follow welcome to the live show did you get the one before that too yeah play pat yeah play okay yeah. sorry i missed that one. Oh, oh you're okay
0: in my own head it's all good g2 beat oxygen three to two unfortunate but hey well oxygen i imagine wanted to go further within the tournament they got a pull play spot in worlds and you know you can't be too upset with that And then we have G1 versus Sentinels. Now here, oh, okay. Oh, okay. This is where Disappointment came to play because they did not have these games streamed on main. And I get that partially it it probably had to do with how fucked the schedule got on Saturday night because of all the disconnects that took place. And also, like, alongside that, the show match that was going to take place on Sunday morning, where viewership probably had a play in that because they wanted to do the world premiere of a singular remake. But yeah, it fucking blows that these matches weren't streamed. But let's give credit where credit is due because the LVT team. Shout out Louis V Titan and crew. They did stream the G1 Sentinels game. And fun fact, if you open up the Google doc, of the show to the show, exclamation point show notes and chat. If you're watching live, it's in there. You can go check it out. You can check it out. And what ended in a 50, 49 Slayer game, it was Sentinels beating G1 three to two. And we could go down this fucking rabbit hole of what uh what ifs and should and could've's and would've's. It doesn't fucking matter. Sentinels 1, moving on. Okay. And uh beans, I'm not disagreeing with you. Also, psychedelic. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. So then we have Cloud9 versus Sentinels in the losers semifinal. You have the team who is known to be the absolute best on Championship Sunday, the team you never bet against on a Championship Sunday in Sentinels, versus the Kings of Inconsistency, is what I'm going to name them now Cloud9. Cloud9. I don't know what, I don't know if they pissed and Sentinel's Cheerios or something, but something <laughs> happened here. Like, I think Snakebite said that uh, Eco's brain or something like that was their kryptonite or something for the series. Interesting. But regardless, Cloud9 just annihilated them. It was a 3-0. And uh, that series was was over, clo- like, sooner than you could even think about it. That's what ex- it felt like.
1: I was expecting this to be a 3-2 going either way, yeah. honestly. Yep. Um, the fact it was a 3-0 was... Telling that Sentinels weren't playing to their potential, I think. Mm-hmm. Or Cloud9 were just on that day.
0: And know? also, I missed a series, Will. I missed the loser's uh, quarterfinal because oh, you did, yep. Cloud9 just whooped G2, 3-0. But this is... So here's the crazy part. My prediction was that Sentinels were going to take second this event. And OpTic were going to win. Okay? And in order for my prediction to be correct in the way how, how things had to have played out is that Sentinels would have had to have beat g one They would had to have beat E United, they would had to have beat Cloud Nine, and then they'd had to have beat FaZe. Back to back to back to back to then make it to the grand finals against Optic and then lose. They were on their way to doing just that. Because they beat G one three to two in a very close, very, very close series, and then they beat E United in a three to two as well. So I'm like, holy shit, we might actually see this happen. This would be insane. But Cloud9, nah, they did piss and sent in those Cheerios. And they won
1: 3-0. Do you think any sort of, like, tournament fatigue came in with having back-to-back 3-2 to games?
0: No. Or series? I don't. And I'm not trying to shit on your question. It's just when I see that said...
1: No, just trying to uh, devil's advocate. No, you're fine. The, uh,
0: you're fine. The no, point. I don't think that they were tired. No, I don't think that mentals were weak. No, I don't think that that Cloud9 are just the optimal, better team. I don't think that. I honestly don't. Um, when you talk to these pro players at the top of their game, right, we're talking about literally the best players in the world, okay? They don't get exhausted, okay? Maybe if we're talking about MLG back in the day, you know, best of 11s. Okay, maybe if we're talking about that, but we're th- these guys. These guys are the best in the world. They don't get fatigued in a best of five series, back to backs. They just don't. They're better than that. And for those out there, I'm not saying you guys in chat or anything, but like for those out there that may say like, "Oh, it's weak mentals" or anything like that. No, it's not that either. None of these guys have weak mentals because. Like you see these game five wins over and over again. It's, and it's what I said earlier in the show. It's what separates the goods from the greats and E United also surprised me this event. Like while I was right on where they end up in the, uh, in the overall standings, like they did surprise me in where they came out hot, like in pools, they came out fucking swinging, man. Yeah. I was, I was happy with what they were doing. Yes. And we all, we just know that they're going to get better. That's the best part about these teams is that they're only going to get better. G2 has officially signed barcode. They're only going to get better. G1 is like, this was their first real LAN experience against top teams. And that was the thing too, for people saying that, oh, G1 is going to be incredible and whatnot. They hadn't played any top tier team on LAN yet. Hell, they hadn't played a top tier team online. And I'm not I'm not counting scrims. I'm talking like the EU United Grunt Classic and shit. Scrims don't mean anything. They didn't play anybody yet. This was their first real test, and they're only going to get better. EU United Strongside. I mean Strongside. Jesus Christ. Snipedown got picked up on loan from FaZe. This was their first land. They're only going to get better.
1: Geez, Strongside's coming back. Whoa. Right.
0: I know. Crazy. Whoa. I'm just telling you, the, the, these teams are only going to get better if they put the work in leading up to Worlds. It's, it's a month away. Like, if they put the work in, they're only going to get better. And that's what's terrifying. But I will say, Optic was obviously the best team at this event. Optic were clearly head and shoulders above the competition at this event. Okay. But every other team, all teams are going to get better. And I'm, I'm super, super fucking excited. Can't wait. Can't wait. But then we have a loser final. It was Cloud9 versus FaZe Clan. And again, this is where, when people should go back and watch. I talked about giving praise to Renegade. I talked about giving praise to that FaZe squad in that, uh, in their match against cloud 9 earlier within the tournament and faze and Phase had their way with cloud 9 just annihilated them but there's just something about that cloud 9 on lan and they they just they had what it take they had what it took to beat them they learned from their mistakes in that first series, and Cloud Nine beat Phase three one. In what I was expecting to be a lot closer of a series, it didn't turn out to be that way. And fucking, what was it that uh, was it that overtime CTF on Catalyst? I think it was. There was there was an overtime CTF on Catalyst where. Like, it was so back and forth the entire fucking game. Nobody could really get anything going. And, uh, like, obviously it was tied at the end and went into overtime. I don't know what the fuck FaZe did. Like, I, I'm pretty sure it was this series. I don't know what the fuck FaZe did. But Penguin was basically able to get OS uncontested, go all the way into their base, grab flag, go straight across, and just punch the fucker in. Like that, holy moly. Glasses says, uh, bound flag cap play of the tourney. Was that the one, or am I thinking of something different? Also, the official Derek, thank you for the follow. Thank you very much. Catching up on chat here for a second. Uh, PlayPat says, "Phase would have been a tougher matchup for Optic, in my opinion. I'm glad C9 beat Phase. I mean, if we're, again, if we're basing it off of that pool play match, then I guess you could say that. But at the same time, like in the winner's final, Optic beat them 3-0. So who knows what the better matchup would have been, but it is what it is. Oh, Bound was the one that sent it to overtime. Got it. Thank you for the, thank you for the clarification. I appreciate it. Yeah, I just, that, that fucking that flag cap and then the penguin flag cap in OT, where the, that was one of the quickest OTs I've ever seen. Like they just grabbed it, whipped it back, and just nailed it in. Like holy shit.
1: I've seen that happen in like matchmaking in some some scrims, but never in an actual tournament play like that. Like you would just wouldn't expect someone can get that flag for free, basically, and walk it back. It was insane.
0: Absolutely insane, and Cloud Nine, like Penguin, had the unbelievable skewer plays. Penguin just, Penguin's like, "Hey guys, I got a backpack here. <laughs> I'm gonna stuff you all in it, just bound. Here you go, Eco. Here you go, Stellar. Here you go. We're gonna hop on up. We're gonna we're gonna like buckle it in so you guys don't go anywhere. You know, we're just all safe and secure. I'm gonna put y'all my motherfucking back, and we're gonna go." And go did they go! They, holy moly, that series, again, I thought it was gonna be closer, especially considering what happened earlier in the tournament, and that didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So, we have Optic Gaming versus Cloud9 in the Grand Finals. And here is where I was worried, everybody. I was worried. Because this is where it all came to a head. Yep. Will optic crumble when the lights are the brightest? Will they, <laughs> I was so scared. I know like I'm not supposed to be biased. I'll fucking care. I want optic to win. Um, if only for my predictions, but I, I like the guys on the team. So I, I was genuinely nervous. I was afraid that, you know, they were so prepared. They were so locked in. But then you have Cloud9. And when you have Cloud9, who are all dialed into, and it's Championship Sunday on LAN, I'm scared. But then two things happen. One, the series started, obviously. And two, I remembered Casey. I remembered Casey. Where everybody had doubted Sentinels. Everybody, myself included. I ripped off my fucking thing. And I had an Optic jersey yeah, on. I'm like, they're winning did. KC, and they didn't fucking win. They did terrible. But I look back to KC, and I'm like, oh, man, everybody doubted Sentinels, too. And they 4 owed them. They 4 owed Cloud9 in that Grand Finals. Why not Optic? Why not Optic? And while it wasn't a 4 0, it was a 4 1. Out rotated, out slayed,
1: outplayed objective. The whole team was on fire. They, they outplayed just... the fuck out of them. They knew.
0: And I meant I meant what I said. When I saw when I saw APG, when I saw Brad on main stage for the first time in that tournament. And you saw how dialed in he was. I knew things were different from Casey at that point. And I'm not saying this is an optic fanboy, you know, like I'm not fucking out there saying shouting Greenwall and whatnot. I like the team. But yeah, they just they were just better. They head and shoulders above the rest of the competition throughout the entire weekend. The only what, the only close match they have was in pool play against FaZe. Yeah. And it was a pool play game. And I think it it, all, it almost kicked
1: off the weekend. There's just something for me. Like, I wish they would have played Sentinels. Just to, like, put that to rest a little bit. I mean, bit.
0: we all wish that phase played a United.
1: Yeah. But that yeah. never happened.
0: That didn't happen once in this tournament. Yeah, I was genuinely sad about that. Because I wanted Snipe down to kick Spartan's teeth in. But it didn't happen. Nothing against Tyler. I just thought it'd be like fucking hilarious to see that happen, but whatever. It was just they optic played remarkably well, remarkably well. Bongo monks, thank you for the follow, and Braylon Jad. Braylon, I'm gonna say Braylon. Thank you for the follow, and Sick Nick, yo, nice, Sick Nick, thank you for the follow. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the live show. Hope you guys are having a great night.
1: Will, go through the overall placings. All right. Um, I guess we have the top 10 placings. There should be two more t- top 12, 9th through 12th, right? Where uh, the graphics cut off or yep. something. You're not wrong. So in 9th, 12th, we have TSS and Navi also... Uh, That would be Team War. Yep. And Native Red. Correct. In 7th, 8th, G1 and Oxygen Esports. 5th, 6th, E United and G2. That means Sentinels are in 4th. Phase in 3rd. Cloud second, And your winners of HCS Orlando, Optic Gaming. As you all know. Yes. (laughs) And again,
0: the top 12 from Orlando, regardless of region, qualify for pool play at Worlds. Gilly Guap, thank you for the follow. And Rehaz. Thank you for the follow as well. Welcome to the live show. Overkill sus. I was kinda hoping Formal would choke again, honestly. Hey, that's fine. That's why we watch these, right? You want your team to win. You're rooting for your team to win. I'm rooting for my predictions to be right. <laughs> you know? And I just wanted to see Optic win a fucking land. I really did. And yes, uh, Bongo says world is going to be lit. It is going to be fucking lit. Ariel Tokyo, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. You guys are popping off today. Holy moly! Thank you all for keeping the conversation flowing. Again, hope everybody's having a great night. What a wonderful tournament that we had. By angry, by angry. Thank you for the follow. Uh, BC the gray. Oh, Das, Kill- das Killer. 420. Aaron, what is happening right now? Thank you guys for the follows. What the fuck? Welcome to the live show. BC, the gray says question about SSG and the roster change. Do you think placing for worlds has anything to do with it? By picking up knights, they locked in a spot from the, in the, uh, uh, Latam region. SSG may not have had the top 12 finish with their previous roster and it would have put that spot at risk being a partner at Oregon. I wonder if that was a business decision. Uh, BC, I don't think you're wrong. Um, I do find it incredibly, now I, I give praise. Like I, there are players on the former SSG roster collect being one of them. He's in here Um, that I do like that. I do enjoy that. I do uh, want them to succeed, obviously. Um But on the other hand, from a business decision standpoint, yeah, I think it was fucking smart of them when the off, like if they put the offer out there and the offer was on the table, and Space Station is a much bigger order than the Pittsburgh Knights are, and they it's an amicable business decision that they make, yeah, I think it was smart. And I do find it funny. that This is an internal thought that I've had for a while, ever since the roster was announced. I'm like, huh. It is kind of funny that they do have the best team in the Mexican region, which means, yes, they auto-qualify. But hey, business is business. Business is business. Uh, Gilly says a collect play great. This journey, yo shouted to team war team war played yes. fucking phenomenally as well. Absolutely. Yeah. If the current optic roster didn't win a land, that would have been sad. Such a talented roster. Glad they performed at their level. And that's the thing is that if they didn't win blue Jay, if they did not win, I would have been like, it just, it's a repeat, right? It's a repeat of them being the best online team, but not able to, not able to step up when it comes to an actual land environment. That would have been the story coming out of this event. And I didn't want that to be the story. I didn't want to fucking, I didn't want to have to be thinking that way going into this weekend. I mean, going into the show and I'm glad that they, I'm glad they clutched up and they, like I said, they were clearly the better team all weekend. Fan favorite Ramy was on fire. So happy for him as well. Dude, Rami and Envor, They got fucked so hard with previous rosters that they've been a part of SSG being one of them for uh Ramy. That is he was the best. was the best player on Fnatic, Right. And they, they just make that squad make a fucking tear through and qualify for worlds. Like you couldn't ask for a better Cinderella story than that moment. You couldn't ask for anything better. Absolutely. Congrats to them. They earned that shit. Uh, Mialiner says making their HDS skin pure gold to stand out was a smart decision too. SSG big brain, that's yeah, awesome. Nurgly, welcome. Says how late am I? Haven't caught a live in several months. Hey, you're here now. That's all that matters. Welcome to the live show. We're gonna be wrapping up our, uh, we're gonna be wrapping up our Orlando post show shortly, and then we're gonna get into some serious shit. Um, Scarabajillo, if I just mispronounced that, I'm sorry. But welcome to the live show. And yeah, we talked about gold star winning FFA as well. It's, it was awesome. That was awesome. Good on him. Good on him. Angry says, are you considered pro if you've only ever placed top 16 in Halo 4? <laughs> OGs of this show will like know my thoughts on Halo 4 aside. No, I don't think it does. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. It just, it just doesn't. <laughs> Top four in Halo 4 is like top 16 and five in Infinite. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. All right. Um, so if you guys don't know and you guys have not seen anything or if you guys want to catch up on all the matches that took place, exclamation point show notes in the chat if you're watching live or check out the description of the audio version or the VOD version on YouTube for the link to the show notes. And brackets and all VODs. I made a playlist of all the VODs for each day um, and that link in the show notes is through that playlist so you can go ahead and watch out watch all the bots as well let's talk about our predictions Will can we not let's talk about our predictions Will
1: no please no
0: for those who are new here here's a fun fact there's a reason why we're called HCS Pro Talk and not HCS Pro Play we do not play the game professionally but we talk about it in a semi-professional standard right you know I scream a lot. That's me. BC the Grace says just realized these episodes are available on Apple Podcasts. Love that. Fuck, they're available on all your favorite podcast services. They're In- out there. Including my favorite P- Pocket Casts. So if you guys have if you guys did not know, here's a fun fact about our show. Our predictions are always wrong. They always have been. They've always been wrong. It doesn't matter what the fuck we say, because as we know, any given Sunday, right? The football statement, but like any given Sunday, you know you have no idea what's going to happen. You have no idea what's going to happen, right? You could have United just popping off. Never would have guessed it. I didn't. I didn't think they had enough practice going into this event. They're popping off. Good for them. Stuff like that. Uh play says, "How have I never found this channel before? This shit is dope. You're fucking dope." Thank you. Welcome. Please predict C9 to lose Worlds. No. No. I will give my genuine predictions, but that that's for a later time in our Worlds pre-show. Stay tuned for that fucking a couple weeks from now, whatever it is. Will? Yeah. I really don't mean to rub this in. Okay? I really don't mean to rub this in. But for once, you were more wrong than I was. For once. For once. For once. So, Will, go ahead. Go through your predictions. No. What, and I'll go through mine because I was more right than you.
1: All right. Because that's what right, matters man. in this world. Yeah,
0: yes. D's 2 thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Bongo says, will there be drops at Worlds? Yes. And uh, they should be the, so you guys know how you've been getting like the diamond coatings for weapons and whatnot like the commando was the grand final one this for Orlando um, the rumor slash basically confirmed thing is that it'll be a diamond coating for your armor um, to match the coatings that have happened for the weapons so stay tuned for that
1: go for your predictions well you what know, happened 7th and 8th I had United and Ascend I thought United was going to crumble a little bit sooner with the amount of practice and time they had coming into this event both of those were wrong. Fifth, sixth, I had native red and g1. Kind of some upset surprises going on there. That all fell through. Uh I had Cloud9 and Fourth.
0: We in both did. We both did.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought phase was just gonna be have an edge to them this event and be able to to knock them out. Yep. In third second, I had phase slash optic. I kind of gave a cop-out answer in that if. Faze and Optic met in the... Losers, losers' round, whatever it was. Semi-final. Yeah. Or it would be the Losers' final? I don't even know. That Optic would lose there against... Or was it win against Faze, lose against Sentinels?
0: All I don't remember, either all way. I know is that I have listed here in third second for you is either Faze or Optic. So... <laughs> I, just, I
1: thought Sentinels were going to take it home just because... You don't bet against I, op- I've, I mean, so Every cool. time that I bet against them, they've won. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. So I put uh, Sentinels in first. Obviously, none of that worked out. Josh kind of gave me a win in the phase in third place. thing I gave a cop you the out answer. I gave
0: you the win on that. You got that one. Technically, you had them either second or third. They were third. You got the point. There you go. Um, real quick, Kamikaze, Merck, and Dutch Trav. Thank you for the follows. Welcome. Justice says no diamonds BR. um, That would also be included. So I think there would be... Again, this is all but confirmed at this point. This isn't officially confirmed. But... Again, like kind of a worst-kept secret scenario. Uh, The BR and the armor coating, like the diamond BR and diamond armor coating would be part of Worlds. And then there's like a... In the leak, there was also like a head armor effect as well. So... Okay, stay tuned. It'll be fucking announced very, very soon. Uh, what's good boys. Only reason left to live. HCS pro talk, Let's go. Yo, shaggy nades. Whoa. Thank you, man. Hell yeah. Love you. We love the barcode says Dutch. We do love barcode. We stand barcode in this chat. Absolutely. fucking says And is on Kurt's. I keep getting coil bombed by newbies. I mean, you did one of those. You'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Love you, Shag. Thank you so much, man. All right. So yeah, you got, you got one correct. You got phase taken third
1: one. You got I'll one. Take, I'll take you know, it. One. I guess I'll take you
0: know, it. I didn't do much better. Um, because for my predictions in seventh and eighth, I had native red. I thought they were going to take a step back. And then I had a who I thought were going to take a step forward. Well, Ascend took like the biggest step back possible, uh, getting top fucking 16 at the event. So I got that wrong. And then KCP, unfortunately they didn't get top eight either. Um, then I had E United in fifth, sixth, along with G1. I was correct on the E United front. Again, I just didn't believe they had enough practice going into this event. Um, they did turn some heads, though, which was awesome. But when they're, I found it funny when they were, when Snipedown was talking about like they were coming in as underdogs and whatnot. I'm thinking to myself, well, what the fuck are you talking about? I had you taking fifth, sixth, and you were right there. No underdog to me. Because
1: I was right. They were talking like, Underdogs to the top teams, the top top teams. Sure,
0: and they didn't make it there, so it yeah. makes sense. Oh, I mean, that's not to throw shade either. Yo, Shang with the prime game and sub. Hey. Thank you so much. You get a whoa. That isn't to throw shade at the United. The reason why I put them in that fifth sixth spot is because I said multiple times I didn't think they'd have enough practice. Yeah, coming into this event against I mean, a Cloud Nine Phase Sentinels or Optic.
1: Hell, I put them in seventh and eighth because I thought the bracket was going to shake out weird and something was going to happen. Something fucky. Yeah.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then I was wrong on the G1 front because G2 actually took their, uh, took that spot. Fourth, I had Cloud9 as well. Unfortunately, I was wrong on that front. Sentinels took it there. Third, I had Phase, and that was right. So there's point there. Second, I had Sentinels, but it was Cloud9. And then Optic taking first. I finally got an Optic prediction right. It took fucking forever. It took forever. But you know what? A broken clock is right twice a day, god damn it. And if my predictions are ever right, they're right twice a year is what it fucking feels like at this point. Holy moly. Yo, greater John, not great. John greater John and pan free cash. Oh, pan fry cash. Thank you for the follows. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to live show. Surprise teams of the tournament, either good or bad team war oxygen. Those were two great surprises by far. Um, ascend bad as a surprise because as the best team in the EU region, yes, they got fucked in their pool, but like, you gotta play better than that. And I know team war were were coming in hot, but you gotta play better than that. Like that was, and I know that they're probably hurting themselves about it too, but like, oh, you gotta play better than that. Like you had, I mean, fuck, like I said, tools had them either taking third or fourth this entire event. And I'm like, there's no way that's happening, but like, it's, it's, it's just crazy. I, they need to play better than that. So th- yeah, they're a team that I thought would have done better, but didn't oxygen and team war surprised the absolute hell out of me. Um, not necessarily surprised because I had them taking third, this event, but reassuring a reassuring team to me was phase phase. Because, again, when they first announced that roster, when Snipedown was originally part of that roster, I really was scared. Because, like, I and I was super critical. I was highly critical of that team. Who's playing objective? Who's going to be the in-game leader? It's all egos. What the fuck is going to happen there, right? Then, let go of, they They give Spartan to United. That's clearly working out for them, too. Uh, Nick goes back to be a Spartan's duo... And they're gelling like crazy. And they're gelling like crazy. And I love, I said it before during the episode, and I'll say it again, I love when they made me eat my fucking words. Because that's what I want to see. I just want to see them get better. I just want to see them get better. That's all. Uh, Sick Nick says, Quadrant got destroyed as well. They did. They did. But I wasn't really expecting a lot out of them, to be honest with you really wasn't expecting a lot out of them. I was expecting a lot out of Ascend. I had them taking top eight. That didn't happen at all. Um, I would also say, not necessarily a surprise, but another kind of reassurement was G1 being where they were. Because I know a lot of people were high on G1 going into this event, but again, they hadn't played any top team, especially on LAN, because they just had been made uh, with Booboo Dooboo. And... They really, they didn't play any top teams in the Grand Classic either. To my knowledge. So seeing them play, seeing them play the way that they did reassures me to know that I know they're going to get better. So that's what I'll say in that point. Um, G2 taking a step up. That's kind of a nice surprise. They're really hitting it off with barcode. And I can only imagine what they're going to be with more practice on their side too. So I guess
1: they were a little bit of a nice surprise there. Um, you know, that KCP roster for me was, they were generally fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. So they got fucked. They got, yeah. Yep. Seeing them fall a little behind here. And that's the
0: thing too, is that I expected them to do a little bit better. I, I said they'd take eight because I thought they'd take a step back, but I still thought they'd take eighth. Yeah. Because they are their original roster now. Uh, They were top 12 Dutch. If I'm not mistaken, KCP, well, XKCP, AKA native red were top 12 for the event. Um, But yeah, they went up against Sentinels, which sucked for them. But at the same time, it's like, I really, I thought they were going to, now that they had their full roster back, I thought they were going to be, that they're going to be good. Snagums, not snagglicious, but snagums, Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And then the other thing, I guess from a disappointment standpoint, and you could say that this might just be only because of my predictions, but Sentinels. Because I I thought they'd do better. I think a lot of people did. Yep. Because, and, and I say this all the time, and I probably still won't count them out for Worlds, but if there's a team you don't bet against, like when Tom Brady was on the Patriots, right? I know everybody hates Tom Brady, but just hear me out. When Tom Brady was on the Patriots, there's one team you never bet against in sports. I know I sound like Skip Bayless right now. Just hear me out. It's it's the Patriots. You never bet against them because of what they were capable of doing with Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. They're able to make massive comebacks. I'm not even saying this. I'm not a Patriots fan, okay? Just hear me out. That's what Sentinels were. That's what Sentinels quote-unquote are, is that type of team. It's a team you don't count out because on Championship Sunday, they tend to show up. And they didn't show up, at least not at this event. So yeah, I would I would say they were a disappointment for me, mainly because of my predictions, but really from a play standpoint. Um, Blue Jay says even now it's hard to bet against the Buccaneers. Uh, they will have a playoff berth and can always win the Super Bowl. Hey, you hey, got Tom Brady, anything's fucking possible, I guess. Sin has one top three finish on land this year. I'm just saying it's a team I don't bet against. That's all.
1: I just don't. All right. That's that. Should we move on to thoughts about the tournament?
0: Yes. Thoughts about the tournament. And chat, feel free to mention your thoughts as well about the tournament as a whole. Um, Shag says those booze for C9 were crazy though. The crowd was in full green wall mode for sure. Oh, um, it's an oh, optic. Yeah. It's, it's optic gaming. The crowd's always going to cheer for optic big shout out to APG though. Um, Oh yeah. In, in the after match interview and in telling everybody to be nice after like what was said about C9 big shout out to Brad. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so they fixed VIP. Finally. So I've heard they fixed VIP. They got a love sack sponsorship. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Th- that was fucking awesome. And Tashi said in a reply, it was either on Reddit or it was on Twitter that this is, I, I think he said, this is the norm going forward. Like this is what they strive for going forward. So I don't know if love sex going to be the partner at worlds. Okay. I don't know that, but that was, that was cool. Because as, so, as someone who went to, as a group that went to both Raleigh and KC, both VIP, both were very
1: lackluster. Can I agree?
0: So this was great, great, great to see. Uh, JRAGS, thank you for the follow, and says, haven't been to an HCS event. Is the Green always the only crowd to ever show up? Not necessarily, but for Halo, and now that they've won a fucking LAN, just wait, JRAGS. They are going to be... Insufferable. Just wait. Blue Jay says they just used to host its championship in a damn tent. They've improved a lot over the years. Oh my god. Okay. bringing it back to what was that? Worlds 2017. I think. Yeah. Which is in Burbank. At the ESL studio in Burbank. We do talk that's about that.
1: Yeah. We don't talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we don't talk about that one. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, VIP got upgraded. That's awesome. And I hope that continues. Really, really good job on their part. That's phenomenal. There's an HCS point allocation question by that Wonder Boy brought up. And he says, realistically, there should be a multiplayer in HCS, the multiplier on HCS points, depending upon the strength of the region. So North America would be a one times, EU would be a point 0.8 times, LATAM would be a point 0.6 times, and ANZ would be a 0.4 times. And that The numbers can be whatever you want. Tweak it depending upon the region's best placing from the last major. Would fix the open bracket seeds and ascend being hard locked in ninth seed. I would. I would like to see something changed up because literally both. I think it was both KC and this major. One team had just fuck. One pool had absolutely stacked fucking teams in it. Yeah. And that just shouldn't be the case. Like you should have. A stacked team or two per pool, regardless of region. So, they did. They got fucked by that pool, Blue Jay. I mean, the Chiefs did too. They got absolutely <laughs> annihilated by that pool. Yeah, it sucks. It was tough. It sucks. Yeah. Um, and then the throwback throwdown and matches on the main stages by Ogre One. He said, "So eight teams left for championship Sunday, and the first two matches are on the side stations before the pre-show begins. Am I seeing this right?" One of the la- one of the two teams that got first Sentinels at KC and second G one at the North American Super will be eliminated in silence. That was a joke, by the way. Um, and he said, hey, "Buy G two skins." But again, I included the LVT vod. You can go check out that game between Sentinels and G one. But yeah, that fucking sucked. That that really really sucked that they did that. Uh, they should they should just. I get it if it was from a viewership standpoint where they wanted the world premiere to be in front of the most eyes as possible in the morning. I, I guess I understand, but at the same time, everybody's, everybody's waiting for grand finals. Anyway, the peak of your viewership is going to be at the grand finals. Yeah. So just, I mean, I don't want to put the players on ice. Like I don't want to put teams on ice before the grand final, but I would have made it to me. It would have made more sense Obviously, it would have made more sense to be on Friday or Saturday, okay? But that notwithstanding, it would have made more sense if you did it before the fucking grand final. All the viewership's there. Snag says, you could have missed Sentinels in G1 entirely if you weren't paying attention. That's the fucking problem. That's the problem. Um... BC, the Grace says, though the event was good, wish they would have been more flexible with the streaming schedules and locations. Sen is too big of a Halo stars to be slashed, stashed away in an early game not being broadcasted everywhere. 100%. Could not agree more. All right, well, let's talk about the world premiere of The Pit being remade. What'd you think? Um, Go ahead. As, as somebody who is not a fan or not necessarily not a fan of Halo 3, but like didn't grow up with Halo 3. What were your thoughts right. on
1: this? Um, the aesthetic threw me off. It, my eyes couldn't really like adjust to what I was looking at at first. Um, I did have to take care of something. So I did not see the match. I did not see the show match. So I was going to ask you, how did it play? How did it feel in Infinite? It, it looked like it played well. It did. Okay. It looked to me like it played well. I like the changes
0: that they made to where OS is, uh, back like uh, underneath sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and they completely opened up the back of the map, so you can be repulsed off now. But they made it so there's a pillar, um, that goes down right behind OS, so like you can't be repulsed off when you're grabbing it, unless like obviously you're around one of the sides. Sure. But it, it allows for additional plays to be made, and that's what I appreciated.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm interested to see what what comes of it, how it's used. And um, I, I think I liked it from what I saw, but sure, I guess I don't fully know yet. Uh, Warhawk, first
0: time, welcome, says, I'm happy they're going to add it to the game, but I hope they add more Halo 3 maps. So here's, okay, here's my problem with this. It's not necessarily a problem. It's more like a cr- criticism, more of a criticism. I was thoroughly, like, in my head, And Justin and I had talked about it beforehand, like, oh, if they're going to do this, if it's a best of five, Justin said, if it's a best of five series, then what if they do like five remade maps? Yeah. Right. And then they have like a Halo 3 map pack release when Forge releases, whatever, or have it available now, whatever it is. Right. But they didn't. It was one map. And so they reveal the map, right? Uh, one of the, the lead forge designers is on the desk talking about the map. We already know about the map and it's hella purple. Like it is hella purple, not a fan of the purple, but that's okay. Is if the map plays well, all for it. Yes. I'd like a color change, but Hey, that's the beautiful part about forge. You can change the fucking color. So, but it was one reveal. So they did the reveal. The guy comes on to talk about Forge of the map. They go into the match of CTF on the pit and triggers down annihilates instinct. And then you're like, wait, is that it? That can't be it. That's not it. That no, that's not it. Is it? No way. And then they're, they're still sitting there. We're like, Oh, it's not it. Okay. What if they reveal another map now? And they talk about the map a little bit and then they get into the game. What if this is a best of five thing? Nope. Let's just go right back into the same map. This time Slayer um, (laughs) and triggers down Annihilate Instinct again. And here we are. And that was it. It was two games. Yes, the trash talk was incredible. The, The show match was fun. It was a fun experience to witness, like to see. But the world premiere of the singular map left to me as a Halo 3 fanatic. A lot to be desired. Am I a fan of the aesthetic of the map? No, I'm not a fan. But if the map plays well, then I'm excited. And another fun fact for you, folks. uh, Tashi has confirmed that in the next season of the HCS, the pit will be included as a competitive map in the rotation. So he confirmed that in a Reddit thread as of today. So there you go. Um. Kamikaze, now here's actually, Kamikaze, I'm going to disagree with you. He says, I disagree with maps from other games. The maps should be taken from campaign locations. But Zeta was mainly a single location, so I'm on the fence. So Kamikaze, I hear you. I hear you. My problem with the the maps coming from campaign locations was specifically due to reach. And I know I'm heavily critical on reach. I think Reach's multiplayer got so much better with the introduction introduction of no bloom, uh, no bloom, no sprint, right? As a competitive mindset, but I never liked I never liked the maps that they brought over from campaign missions into that game. And no, I respect also what you're saying in regards to well, Zeta Halo was kind of a singular location. Maybe if we had more things to pull off of, it'd be a different story. I can I can I can agree with that. I just like when, personally, I like when new things are made. So while, oh my God, the pit, holy shit, it's one of my favorite maps of all time. Yay, it's going to be the competitive rotation. Yay, internally, right, me? I am still more of a fan of new maps being made, brand new maps being made. That is what I want to see. So while I'll be appreciative of the pit coming in, I want new maps, new maps. That's what I want. And then, Mr. Davey Havoc, welcome back. Riley, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show as well. Brings up a good point, right? It was a world premiere, but it's not available now, right? Now, and here's the other kicker. You guys ready for this shit? You guys listening? Listen close, okay? I want everybody to get their ears up to their speakers, you know? If you're wearing your headphones, just hold them real tight, okay? Listen close. If you guys go back and you watch the stream and you listen to what that Forge designer said, it was asked, when are we going to be able to play this? When are the players going to be able to get their hands on this? He didn't say it's when Forge releases in November. It might not be done by then it might not be done by then guys i'm going to say this once in one time only i'm going to say this once in one time only i know we have a lot of new people here okay i know we have a lot of new people here we're not we're not throwing shit we're not talking shit about 343 their development teams we're not doing any of that okay so if you were going to do that Take a step back. Think about what you are going to say for a second. Just dial it in, okay? That's not what we're here to do. I've said my piece about it many a time on previous episodes. I'll be critical for critical sake, okay? We're not here for people's heads. We're not here for people's jobs. I'm not going to lie. It does feel fucking shitty that it might not be available when Forge releases in November. So, that, uh... Oh, when he said that, I'm like, Ooh, oh, fuck. Because he didn't say it's coming when Forge releases. It might not. Oh, Coach Clutch with the follow. Thank you. Welcome to the live show. So, yeah, the pit's coming. Yes, part of me is ge- like genuinely excited for it because I am a Halo 3 fanboy. Uh, yes, I do believe that Halo 3 is the best Halo ever made because I'm a fucking loser. That's me. So I am happy that it's going to be there. Yes, I wish there was more. I really do wish they did like a map pack of Halo 3 maps that were coming in. If they were going to do it, go full bore with it. That's what I was hoping for. We didn't get that. It is what it is. I set my expectations too high, and as we all know, at least with Infinite, you don't fucking set your expectations high anymore. I screwed myself over with that many a time. So. Someone else will make it, though, to be honest, and it'll be hopefully available through a custom browser, and that's the other beautiful part, is that custom browser is also not going to be available when Forge releases in November. Custom browser will be available... In March, 2023, if the roadmap is correct. Yay. (laughs) All right. There's that. And then... Uh, Will yes, we did already mention these, but for people just to go back and watch, I do want to shout these out just real quick. Okay. Um, I have some memorable series here in the show notes. These, in my opinion, were some of the best series that took place over the weekend in the tournament. So if you're if you're any at all interested, there's I don't have timestamps for these like in the VODs, but I highly recommend go watch, going and watching these. So for pool play, you have Optic beating Phase three two. Quadrant beating Native Red 3-2, G1 beating Native Red 3-2, Native Red beating Oxygen 3-2, Oxygen beating Quadrant 3-1, and E United being Cloud 9-3-1. So a lot of the matches were in the same pool, but that pool was fucking nutty because there were tiebreakers across the board. And then in bracket play, winners round one, Cloud 9 beating Sentinels 3-1 to send Sentinels into losers really quickly. Winners round two, phase beating Cloud9-3-1. Renegade just fucking making Cloud9 their bitch. Uh, winners round three, OpTic 3-0-ing FaZe, really showing that OpTic are there to fucking play the game. Losers round two, Team War beating Quadrant 3-2. And round three, Team War beating Ascend 3-1, sending two of the top EU teams home packing. That was crazy to see. With really what felt like a pickup team, but huge shout out to Team War. Losers round four, Oxygen beating Navi 3-2 to send Navi home. Losers round five, G2 beating Oxygen 3-2. Again, losers round five, Sentinels beating G1 3-2 in a nail-biting 50-49 Slayer game five. Losers round six, Sentinels beating E United 3-2 in what appeared to be one of the craziest losers bracket runs with Sentinels just getting game fives across the board and winning when it mattered. But again, that didn't happen because in losers round seven Cloud9 beats Sentinels 3 0. Losers final, Cloud9 beating phase 3 1. And then the grand finals, of course, Optic beating Cloud 9 4 1, if not only for the crowd noise, because it was insane.
1: And in the championship whites.
0: In the championship whites.
1: Man. Thought they were cursed forever.
0: Um, they were in every esport that they're a part of. <laughs> Seriously, in every esport they're a part of, the championship whites were fucking cursed. Absolutely. Breaking that curse. That's right, Shag. Breaking that curse. Will. Yeah. Um. Before I hand it off to you for your overall thoughts, I just want to say one quick thing about the event as a whole. Go for it. Um. I said it after the event ended, but I want to say it on the show as well. Huge, huge, huge shout out to all of the players, to all the spectators that were there in person, to all the talent that did casting, anal- analysis, whatever it was, everybody behind the scenes, Everybody involved in that event, thank you so so much for just making it amazing. And I'm not saying that because Optic won. Like it's been so it's been a while since we had a Halo land, right? We live for these types of moments, and it was just incredible to see amazing Halo being played all weekend long. We had some awesome upsets that took place as well, and the crowd sounded insane, and all the parents and the relatives that were there, amazing to see too. APG's dog was chilling. You know, it was just amazing to witness. And yes, while we weren't there in person, we got to feel that energy through the screen. And like I told, I told Corey, Amazing C4, before he left, like, get loud. Get loud. If you're going to be in an event like that, get loud. Make your voice heard. It's just. It's a special time. We've been through a lot of dark days in competitive Halo. A lot of the OGs know, man. Been through a lot of dark days in competitive Halo. And while Infinite has its rough states, right? We understand that, especially from an online perspective. When you get that game on LAN and you don't have disconnects, (laughs) it's special, man it's special. And all of these top teams coming out and doing the best that they absolutely possibly can bringing it. They're all showing what they have. It's just going to make worlds that much more exciting. And I can't fucking wait. So thank you to everybody involved in
1: making that event, what it was. And here's to worlds. Yeah. On to worlds. It was great. Just having a halo land environment back, being able to sit back and watch the games happen. Um, the game fives that took place were incredible. It, it was just an exciting weekend, and we have worlds right around the corner, so can't wait for more. Absolutely, thank you, Will.
0: Bluejay says, "How big do you think the world's prize pool will be? Will it be a million plus? Uh, plus, uh, plus, it'll be a million plus. Um, crowdfunding, crowdfunding. Thank you. So whatever that ends up being, maybe like uh 1.25 point two five, one point." One, two, five.
1: I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to
0: wait and see. Chill girl. Thank you for the follow. And says, I have, I, I feel winner's final and the elimination final. Loser's final. Chill. Okay. <laughs> uh, should be best of seven series. 1000% agree with you. Huge shout out to the EU United Grand Classic, by the way, for literally doing that.
1: Yeah. No kidding. It It made a difference, right? Yes. Didn't someone reverse sweep? I don't recall. Oh. I'm sorry. I have fucking like, I or don't remember maybe, anything for the past I mean, No, I was hours. just thinking, uh, maybe not a reverse sweep, but the, the Optic series in the final, wouldn't they have been eliminated if it wasn't a best, because it would have been 3-1. Instead, they came back and won the last three games to make it 4-3.
0: Yep. And that that's that's the beauty about competitive Halo, man. You never know what's going to happen yeah chill I agree with you a thousand percent I truly believe go back to the old MLG days like winners final losers final and obvious excuse me obviously grand final best of sevens hell grand finals could be best of 11 for all I care just just oh man uh Davey Havoc says I agree best of seven uh best of sevens is best but also there's a good reddit post from today it's uh that says it barely matters see I could see it barely mattering. I definitely can see that Davey, but in my opinion, it just, it allows for that opportunity for a team to make a comeback. Like if a team is steamrolling, they're going to steamroll anyway. And the, and the the series isn't even going to be that long. If you extend it by a game or two, right, they're just going to steamroll. But if games are close, then it just, it gives that team. It gives those teams just that added opportunity to really bring it home. Really prove that you're better than that other team. And that's what I love about best of sevens. That's what I love about best of sevens. The Canon OG. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. It says competitive halo is the only thing keeping infinite alive. Hope three for three under strands and gets their shit together. Well, you know, you know, yeah, right. thanks for that. We do love competitive halo. Hence the nature of the show. <laughs> Davey says, I agree. I just want it. Data be damned. That's right. Fuck the statistics. Um. Fucking Blue Jay. They might as well make Grand Finals best of 11. Might as well milk it. Hey, I would be all f- like, I will say though, you know what? Me being 30 years old, having a kid, being tired all the time.
1: It you was stay up late It for- was
0: damn nice. It was damn nice for this tournament to end at like six or something oh, central.
1: Yeah. Well, worlds is going to be West coast time. I know. So three hours later than what we are right now, yeah. but I
0: mean, either way, Oh, wait! You no, know, three hours ahead of time, like three hours before on the way back, it'll be three hours later. Yeah. Yeah. So they are three hours before us, but either way, like I, I'm excited because like, well, I do wish all oh, best of sevens here, best of 11s there. Man, did it feel good for optic just to close that shit out in a four. One and me to get on with my day.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Meowner says, true. I also think with my heart instead of head, math sucks. Math does suck. Absolutely. Holy moly. All right. Oh. What a great event. Yeah. What a great fucking event. But, Will, do you want to know what else was great about this event? What's that? Well, for that, I think we should get in to our competitive news. How's that for a segue? Nice. Yeah. You like that shit? HCS partnered organization, merch collaboration has been announced. Yes. My wallet is going to fucking hurt. Uh, Actually. Blue Jay says, what's your world's predictions. You'll have to wait and see. (laughs) Ha ha. Get fucked. (laughs) You you are going to have to wait and see. We'll do a whole show on that. We do. Yep. We'll do a whole show. Don't worry. We'll do a whole world's pre-show. Don't you worry. It'll be a week before worlds. It's the week before worlds. That's when it'll happen. The Monday before worlds. That's when it'll happen. To be continued on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Oh, fuck. Murda. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Murda. Thank you for the follow. I have no idea how to fully pronounce that name, but I'm just going to say Murda. Thank you.
1: Murda like OJ.
0: Berta like OJ. Alright. Ian Adev. Or Ian. I'm going to call you Ian. Thank you for the follow. And Kimbo that De- oh god. I'm just gonna say Kimbo. Thank you for the follow. So I'm not even I'm not even gonna attempt that to suit? go past
1: that. I think it's that suit.
0: You're the guy with the names. You go for it.
1: Yeah. Is that a
0: yeah? I don't even know, man. Yo, X ex- exit the ride to the left or the right. <laughs> Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I don't know why the fuck I said that. that yeah, stupid. Yeah.
1: It's a stupid-ass thing that I said. Whatever. But... Downright spooky. Thanks for the follow as well. Th- thank you. Merch. Merch. <laughs> merch. merch. Fire-ass
0: merch. The tweet is... This is by the HCS. They said, It's Sneak Peek at our upcoming Halo Infinite partner team collabs dropping soon. Their release dates are... E United on October 6th space station on October 10th face clan on October 13th and sentinels on October 17th available on each team's online shop and on site at the halo world championship 2022 and man do they look fucking awesome oh yeah and yeah th- I, while I do love all of them because I obviously love all of them that sentinels one where the logo
1: it takes the cake moves
0: man. into the sword and it fits so fucking perfectly. And lethal was wearing it on championship Sunday. For those who did not pay attention, lethal was wearing it. Um, Ian says it was so great. Not having crashes, ruining the flow of matches roll on worlds. Hey, you know, I mean, they did obviously on Saturday night, but for the most part, things were pretty good. Things were pretty good.
1: The phase one, the red and blue blending was done really well on that too.
0: Yep. And that's a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. Yep. So we have what? Three hoodies and a t-shirt? Yep. I'm fucking stoked, man. I'm stoked. Uh, Downright Spooky says, where can I find them? If If you go to the link that was posted in the chat for the show notes and you scroll on down into the news competitive section, you'll see the tweet right there. Right there in the show notes of the show. ABG hoodie I ordered I can, right away.
1: I can also put it in chat here. Will's gonna put it in chat, so you don't have to worry about it. I think this is spooky. It.
0: Boom shakalaka. SSG booth of the event was the best looking theme wise. Coach clutch. That's the thing. As much as the turmoil within the space station roster aside, I mean, now that they have, now that they have a uh, previous Pittsburgh nights, that should be a like way in the past now. They still have the best merch in the game. Still do. Still do. And we already talked about it, but the pit remake is coming to infinite by the HTS. uh will be coming once complete and after forge releases in November with the winter update. So again, it might not be coming with the winter update in November. It might be releasing after the fact, but it's coming. Um, and mouse says, you need a hoodie for land. It's cold. It's cold in that place. You know, we're entering hoodie season here in Minnesota. Yep. Um, it is officially fall in Minnesota and we love hoodie season, but uh man wear hoodies all the time. doesn't even fucking matter. doesn't even fucking matter. Fox too quick. Have a great night, man. And yes, we'll catch you in Discord too. And if you guys aren't part of the Discord yet, exclamation point Discord and chat. Keep the conversation going, motherfuckers. Let's go. Oh, got it. SSG was offering custom shirts for 15 bucks at their booth.
1: That's pretty cool. That is
0: really fucking cool. That's really fucking cool. My kid is screaming upstairs. You guys can't hear that. I can. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know a really quick fun story? Sure. We're at PetSmart getting my dog groomed over the weekend. And I'll, I'll get to the Halo shit in a second. Just hear me out. We're getting my dog groomed at PetSmart over the weekend. My kid's three, by the way. I have a three-year-old. And she can be very sweet, can also be an asshole because she's a to- she's a three-year-old. What are you going to do? She nearly booked it out the front fucking door when we're checking out. I ran out, snagged her, brought her back in, and I'm like, what the fuck? What are you doing? What, what went through your head to make it think that that was a smart idea? Like, what are you doing? I looked at the cashier. I'm like, you got kids. He's like, ah, oh, no, no, I don't. And I'm like, well, this, let this be a life lesson for you. <laughs> and we've checked out. my left. <laughs> <laughs> I love All my right. kid. I love my, I, my daughter is one of the greatest things in the world. Like I love my child. I think she's amazing. Wouldn't trade her for the world, but like. Man, the things that she decides to do as a three-year-old—it's crazy. Oh man, uh, Norin says, "What's up? First time catching a live show? Welcome to the live show." And you know, we're just we're just talking about some shit. You know what it is. Hope you're having a great night though, and welcome. Happy to see you. Wait. They were plain white Hanes shirts and they had an artist airbrushing designs on them. No idea how well they'll hold up though. Is this some fucking like <laughs> some state or county fair type shit? All right. Good for them, I guess. Not only do they have the best merch in the game, but they fucking make custom shit on site. That's insane. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Next thing you're gonna tell me is, like, we're gonna we're gonna show up in Seattle for Worlds and their booth. They're gonna have a fucking caricature artist as well. Like that's the next thing you're gonna tell me. They're gonna have their airbrush artist sitting there making custom T-shirts and they're gonna have a caricature artist sitting there too. Dirt. Oh wow, what a name, Dirty Balsanio. What the Whoa. follow?
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: What a great name, and thank you for the follow. Oh. My God, crazy shit. Back to Halo, back to, back to Halo. There's my fun story for you. The pit, uh, we already talked about the pit. Europa Halo Fall Series has been announced. This is by Europa Halo, and they say we're back. Fall Series starts this weekend. The top eight teams across three Opens will qualify for the finals in November with arrangements to follow later. Open two will be split over two days with top six to be played on the second day. And here are the dates. Open number one is the first of October. That's this Saturday. Yes, European Halo Blue Jay. Great people. Go check them out at Europa Halo on Twitter. Open number two, the 5th and 6th of October, and an open number three on the 8th of October with the finals to be determined in November. So go check that out. Will, are you looking at some Optic Gaming merch right now?
1: You know, someone said APG sweatshirt, and my mind just went down a rabbit hole of uh, merch. Sorry. I was trying to find the APG sweatshirt. It ended up on Optic Gaming's merch <laughs> site.
0: It's okay. You know how I said that my kid was screaming earlier? Yeah. Wife literally just texted me and I quote, fuck this. End quote. All right. Yeah.
1: Let's keep it moving. then. <laughs> Life lessons, everybody.
0: Okay. Beth says, I want me as a Spartan caricature. Hey, I'd, you know what you should do genuinely like on all seriousness I want somebody, I'm not going to do it. I want somebody to mess, to find who the social media person or the marketing person of space station is, reach out to them on Twitter and ask them about that. Be like, Hey, you guys did custom shirts at Orlando. That's fucking sick. How cool would it be if you had a caricature artist there too? Right? Oh, the green sweatshirt APG was wearing. You can only get by paying the premium optic membership. It was a limited drop. Are you sure? So I know APG was wearing multiple clothing items, obviously throughout the weekend. Like I know he was wearing the previous optic drop green hoodie that we got like the green, white, and black, Yeah. you know? Um, and then I know he was wearing another hoodie that is part of, that was part of their fall collection. And yeah, I know that, 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 black one he was wearing on Sunday was part of their fall collection. You can buy right now. I'm pretty damn sure I bought one. Ooh. Yeah.
1: The green label fall collection.
0: Yeah. And there, there's a black hoodie with a white optic logo front and center. And I know he was wearing that on Sunday. At least I'm pretty damn sure. Whatever. Canon, you probably know better than me. Um, Coach says I'll reach out to them. My man, my man. Let's go. Fully embrace the fair theme and have someone frying up some SSG funnel cakes in the in the uh fucking uh like in the space station gaming like helmet right, like in that form. Have a funnel cape in the shape of the hel- of the helmet. Go for of it. Of their logo. How fucking dope would that be? You could have funnel cake shapes of all of the teams' logos. It's right there. It's right there. This is free marketing. If they're not watching this, send them this dumbass clip. Like this is this is gold. This is fucking gold. All that concession food. And let me just say this: the concession people that work the stands are doing a great job. Okay, let me not shit on them. But let's upgrade the concession food, right? Let's do full fare, full fare food, full fare food. Cheese curds, fried pickles, prono pups. Funnel cakes. Candy bar on a stick. Holy shit. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Fuck, you get churros too? Who cares? If anybody's been to the Minnesota State Fair, we are, we are Minnesotans. If you've ever been to the Minnesota State Fair, you have fucking everything. You yeah, have fucking everything. Fry, fry Oreos, yeah. Do it. Fuck it. This, we're literally like giving them gold tier ideas. I said all this to them last night at the after party. No shit. Whole food truck idea. They did that too. They had food trucks at, um, worlds. Oh fuck. No, they had food trucks at the, oh my God. Where the fuck was this? The regional fall finals for Halo 5, whatever year it was, it was at Burbank where they held that world championship. Ooh. But like, they had food trucks there. Like, dude, fuck yeah, do food trucks again. Oh man. Last episode of HS Pro Talk, they're changing the fair food. Hey, we've officially been hired as uh, SSG <laughs> marketing. Yeah, sure. I'm just kidding, we haven't. Oh man. The Sekman? Thank you for the follow. If I mispronounce that, I apologize. But welcome to the live show. Thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciate it. We're about to get heavy, so I'm trying to lighten things up before we get into it. Yeah, they should do Fair Food. That'd be awesome. That'd genuinely be really, really cool. Make it into an... I mean, I know... So, Worlds is supposed to be like the Halo Fest, right? Worlds is supposed to be the Halo Fest. So... There's gonna be a lot of uh there's gonna be a lot of competitive fans there. There should be some uh lore centric fans there as well. Everybody coming together to celebrate the franchise, right? And why not just go full bore with it, man? Um uh Blue Jay says, just curious, what if I went back and watched your previous VODs? What would I find? How far back does it go? Oh God.
1: We've been doing this for what?
0: Five years in January, right? That's what it is. Five or six? Five.
1: We start with 2018
0: Worlds? We started right before 2018 Worlds. Yeah, our show started right before 2018 Worlds. Check out episode 50. Which one's that one? Taco Bell. Oh yeah, the Taco Bell episode's fantastic. <gasps> uh-huh. Yeah, the Taco Bell episode is, out, is fantastic. Um but no, Blue Jay, if you're any at all interested, go check out previous episodes. We we started doing live shows um what, a couple years now? Yeah. A couple years now. Um, and all those VODs are on YouTube. And then if you go further back than that, while they are on YouTube, it's just audio. So, like, because when, when I moved into this house, we converted this room into our studio. Um, and we we hit the live show off right after that. Yeah. So it's pretty quick. Yeah, it was pretty quick. 2018 Worlds, that's what you got me to go to, to go to Worlds? Hell yeah, man. Yo, Vision, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Yeah, if you do check them out, Blue Jay, thank you very much. I hope you enjoy them. And just know I probably have a lot of takes in there that you probably don't like. But it is what it is. And that's like a general statement. That's not directed at you, Blue Jay. That's like a general statement, you know? You can't please everybody. That's basically what I'm getting at. But yeah, that Taco Taco Bell episode was lit.
1: That was a great episode. We had nothing else to talk about that week, apparently. (laughs) No, we did.
0: There's always something to talk about, but we made it a priority to talk about Taco Bell that episode. Yes. And anybody who thinks the Mexican pizza is the best thing on that menu is just flat out wrong. Sorry. Not sorry. Okay. Are we ready? No. I know you're not. I am. Okay. Let's talk about it. So... The Shyway situation. Okay, I'm going to just put a disclaimer right here, right now, at the top of this part that we're about to talk about. We have mods for a reason. Okay? What we are about to talk about has allegations of sexual harassment of a, from a former caster in this scene. I also want to preface this by saying we are going to talk about what has been alleged. We are going to talk about the statements that have been provided by a couple individuals, one of which is the person in question. And will, if you so choose, but I am going to provide thoughts on it. Okay? I don't want to hear anything or see anything About, oh, he's been me too'd. Oh, he's being canceled. None of that shit. Plain and simple. Okay? Want to make myself abundantly fucking clear. Also, I will say one other thing. We also did an interview with the individual in question here. And I'll name the I'll name him later. We did an interview with him. That interview is no longer on YouTube, that interview is no longer on podcast services. Due to what has been due to what has come out, due to what I While we don't have the full story, Obviously, we do not have the full story. The the other person involved has not come out and said their side. I've seen and heard enough before these statements had come out to make that decision. So the interview with Alex Shyway is no longer on our channels. Before Orlando, Tashi put out a statement. Well, actually, before that, the talent was announced for Orlando. And one of the individuals who was not on the list for talent for Orlando was Shyway. And the internet blew up, right? The internet blew up because of it. Uh, He has been a uh, predominant caster within the scene for a long time. Um, And for all intents and purposes, he did a good job, right? Puts out some good content. There you go well-known person within the competitive Halo community. He wasn't on the list for talent for Orlando. And when he wasn't on the list, light bulb in my head was like, I wonder if this has to do with what I think it has to do with. Because, and this isn't for clout chasing or anything like that. I'm just going to put this out there. I was notified shortly after KC and I'm not going to say who named it. I was notified shortly after KC about these allegations that had come for Shyway, and didn't say anything about them because we didn't know what was going on. Just saw what had been told to me. Okay. I take that for what it is. I move on. And if anything comes of it, something comes of it. Right? So I didn't hear anything of it. Then this announcement happens for who the talent are for Orlando. Like, okay. Um, I wonder if this has to do with what I think it has to do with, and turns out, yeah, it does. But we'll get to that. And then Shaiwei puts out a statement and says, "Unfortunately, I wasn't selected. Um, good luck to everybody there. Excited to watch the event, so on and so forth." Tashi puts out the following tweets, and he says the following: "As with our code of conduct for pro players, we also hold our broadcast talent to, high, to a high standard of conduct, professionalism, and character." We are committed to ensuring a safe community aligned with these values. This has nothing to do with being critical about the game. Again, it's about ensuring we are maintaining a safe community. So when Tashi put out that statement, then all the light bulbs started turning on in my head, be like, okay, this is exactly what I think this is about. And because people were wondering, like, oh, um was it because of a video that he put out recently about being critical about Infinite, right? Because as we kind of figured out, the 343 aren't really big fans of being, people being very critical about their game. But he wasn't being overtly critical. He was He was being respectful about it as well in that video. But it was when Tashi said committed to ensuring a safe community, that's when I knew what it was really about. So, again, the internet being the internet, blew things up as they typically do, and that all happened. The Orlando is happening, we're going through it, and Championship Sunday comes up. And then and there, Shyway releases his statement. I'm going to read it for you all. Shirey said the following, In a longer. he says, There's been a lot of drama this week, and I've got some explaining to do. I'd like to start by apologizing for misleading my community with the tweet I posted about, quote, not being selected, end quote, for Orlando. This was unfair to HCS 343 and my fellow casters, and brought on a lot of unnecessary flack that I didn't intend. Truth is, 343 and I have been on rocky ground for some time now. In May, all my direct ties to 343 were severed. I'm no longer an HCS caster, no longer part of HCS grassroots, forerunners, everything. As you can probably tell, I'm pretty passionate about Halo and this community. I took this news pretty hard, and for months I've had difficulty understanding and accepting that, for now at least, it's time for me to move on in a different direction. I've only ever wanted to learn from and bring value to all these teams, and I'm grateful I had the opportunity to work with them, but it's clear in some ways I failed to do this, and I needed to learn some lessons. As far as Tashi's tweet implying I'm a, quote, safety risk, end quote, that was very misleading. But I can understand and respect that Tashi was just doing what he felt he needed to do to clap back for my also insincere Twitter post, and there's some valuable lessons I needed to learn here as well. In May, 343 informed me that there had been complaints about me from women in the community, but they've made no attempt to request for my comments or on any claims against me, nor did they give me any information whatsoever on these claims. The news was, of course, shocking and devastating to me. I'm confident that anyone who truly knows me would know that I would never cause harm to anyone. After months of silent anxiety, playing an embarrassing game of detective, I believe I've discovered that the source of this drama is unfortunately due to a messy breakup I had with somebody I began seeing last October. Without sharing too many details of my private life, I was looking for a relationship and she wasn't I was looking for a relationship, and she wasn't, and this led to a misunderstanding at HCS Raleigh, where she felt disrespected. I sincerely apologize, but tried too hard to salvage a friendship when I should have just moved on. I've done everything I could to make peace with the situation. We stopped interacting in February. Unfortunately, she has been sharing our private, out-of-context DMs to other women in the community, and eventually escalated things to 343. Considering my relationship with 343 was already rocky at the time, they decided the best course of action would be to cut ties instead of requesting for my side of the story. As far as I'm aware, I'm not banned from events, I just no longer work for HCS. Regarding any other rumors about me, I have no idea what this is in reference to. If I've ever somehow made anyone uncomfortable, I sincerely apologize. At this point, I've shared way more than I'd like to. Beyond this, I hope you can respect my privacy. While it's been a tough time for me, I love Halo and this community way too much to give up on being a part of it. In many ways, I'm grateful for the opportunities I've had and lessons I've learned. This taught me things about myself I needed to know to become the best person I can be. Time to pivot. Going to be shifting my focus more to live streaming and content creation, and I'm honestly pretty excited about this. I don't plan to stop casting completely. I'm just no longer working with the HCS. Honestly, they have an incredible team as it is. Orlando has been so hype. If you enjoy my work and want to continue supporting me, I sincerely appreciate you. If not, I understand and wish you the best. Now let's finally have a watch party. I plan to go live later today. There's his statement. All right. So that happened on Championship Sunday, and that is what it is. This morning, Jen, Lady Echidna, um, put out her own statement as well. And for those, I'll just, I want to preface this. Jen Echidna was not the individual that he was going after. Okay. I just want to make that clear. But Jen put out her statement. And here is that statement. The title of this is Writing the Narrative. In the past, I've remained silent but I feel almost obligated to touch upon current events as a woman within the Halo community. I don't want to use my platform to enable or promote negativity or drama, therefore I will not entertain any more conversation, nor will I speak of this on stream. Let me begin by saying that my family, as well as anyone that knows me IRL, can attest to my character. I try to see the best in everyone and give them the benefit of the doubt, many times to a fault. Despite this, I pride myself in being a good judge of character and being able to read people well. As for online... I'm confident to say I'm a trustworthy, incredible figure in the community. I hope that the fact I have stayed both out of any drama myself as well as avoided speaking publicly on anyone else's drama shows that I'm not in this for interaction farming. If I wanted that, I would have just posted another meme. I'm hilarious. I have nothing to gain. This post is just to write the narrative that has been twisted and manipulated, just like many community members, by one person. A few months ago, at an event on my way back from breakfast with a few people, I was walking with him, Alex Shyway, when he asked me out of the blue, "What do you think of me going for an e-girl?" He then went on to ask me what uh, the women in the community think of him. Innocent inquiries, one can argue. At the time, I thought it was a bit of an odd question, but I simply pocketed that feeling in my gut. I answered the question and tickled his ego a bit. After all, he was he was a respected caster and content creator for Halo. looking back, I realized it was a fish for details. Seeing what I and the women of the Halo community heard about him, why ask that on different occasions to other women if you weren't anxious about something coming out? And come out it did, to some degree. It's not my story, nor 343s to tell, and it was kept well under wraps, that of which he ultimately benefited from. This wasn't a sudden thing. This was over and dealt with months and months ago. His ego drove him to tweet out that he wasn't chosen as a caster, making it seem that big bad 343 suddenly screwed him over. In reality, 343 and the HCS cut ties with him and was very clear as to why, but the public didn't know that, and that tweet ended up opening a window for people to find out what truly had happened. I wasn't trying to cancel him. I do not believe in cancel culture, but I do believe in consequences. Seeing as HCS had already cut ties with him, I chose not to notify a tournament I was co-streaming where he was signed on to cast of his very real, very valid allegations. I figured his extraditions from grassroots and HCS were consequence enough. They weren't. The victim-blaming, narrative-twisting twit-longer that lacked any sort of personal responsibility in owning up to one's actions that was posted conveniently during Championship Sunday sparked such anger in me that I wish I could go back in time and deny him of that opportunity." This isn't a case of women versus men, nor is this a case of an ex-lover's quarrel, nor is it another victim of an SJW hashtag me too movement. This is the case of a man that can't accept personal responsibility for his actions. One that can't take no for an answer, despite how many times it is said, no matter how she says it. One that continues to try and take what he wants. One that will whine and cry, use excessive self-deprecation and manipulate someone until they sleep with him. The fact that he's trying to make it about anything other than that, continuing to twist the narrative as well as the community into taking his side is absolutely scary. The closest he came to owning up was the vague tweet of taking a step back to reevaluate things. No one should be flown out and paid to work events to then be predatory and attempt to strong arm women into sleeping with him. I don't care how good his content is. I don't care how respected he was as a caster. Respected does not equal respectful. You should not be paid to then sexually harass women. You should not be endorsed to then manipulate women into sleeping with you. No means no. If you have to convince someone to sleep with you, that is not consent. Even if you were involved or having been involved in the past, you are not automatically given consent. If you constantly ask, why don't you want to sleep with me? That is sexual harassment. Again, I hope you all see me as a credible figure in the community and trust I wouldn't steer you wrong. I'm not a malicious person. I love everyone until I'm given a valid reason not to. And then, I'm extremely empathetic and willing to try to see the things from all angles. I wish for everyone to succeed. I wish for everyone to be happy. He wasn't falsely accused of anything. He isn't a victim. I was a fan, a subscriber, an acquaintance. This isn't a crusade against someone I disliked. It was quite the opposite. But now I see him for what he is. Manipulative and unwilling to be held accountable. I truly hope he takes a step back to reevaluate things as he said. No plugs here. Be kind to one another. Be respectful. So, long pause there aside, there are both statements. Again, we don't have the statement, nor who knows if we ever will, um, from the woman or women that were affected by this. Because, as Jen says, it's their story to tell. It's not ours, it's not 343s, three, it's not hers, it's their story to tell if they so choose to tell it. But I'm going to say the following. There's a stigma for women in the Halo community, in the competitive Halo community. And this whole, like, in in Jen's statement when Shyway asked if he should go for an e-girl. I fucking hate that term. That e-girl that you're going for is another human being. Opposite sex or not, it's another human being. And they deserve to be treated and respected as such and not just be called an e-girl. Again, I knew about supposed allegations shortly after Casey. I shelved them because we didn't know really anything else at that point. Waited to see if something came ahead. And then when all this stuff started coming out, and Jen put out her statement too, and when I read Alex's statement for the first time, I thought to myself, what the fuck is this? And the fact that you plug your own fucking content at the end of it really rubbed me the wrong way. I'm really trying right now not to yell. I'm really trying right now because I know that I know that there's going to be a lot of people out there who disagree with whatever the fuck I say. I understand that. I respect that. That's your opinion. That's fine. That's fine. There's a lot of people in the competitive Halo community. There's a lot of people in esports that are younger. Okay. Okay. I'm a 30-year-old man. I'm a 30-year-old man. I have a three-year-old daughter. Okay? I want to follow my daughter in whatever she decides to do in life. If that's ballet, I'm a ballet dad. If that's hockey, Will would love that. I'm a hockey dad. If that's video games, I'll play right alongside her. But when this shit continually fucking happens. Now I get it. We don't have the full story. I get that. I get it. I do. Okay. And I know that what I'm about to say next, I trust Jen. Now the other people could say, well, why don't you trust Alex then? Because it all makes sense. It all makes sense. And based off Jen, what Jen said, it sounds like she had first-hand experience. It sounds like she had first-hand experience. I'm fucking pissed. When I read Jen's statement, I was shaking. I was in my office at work this morning. I was shaking. I was so mad. I had heard anything like this happen to my daughter. Whoever he did this to, that's somebody's kid. That's somebody's child. That's somebody's little princess. That's a human fucking being. I say this constantly on the show. A lot of times in joking matter, a lot of times in seriousness. And this is, I need this to be clear. This is a dead serious moment. Alex, go fuck yourself. We may not have the full story because the other folks that have been affected haven't, haven't told their side of the story yet. And they may never choose to. And if they never choose to, that's fine because it's their story. But yeah, I trust Jen. To all the blind followers out there for Shyway. Does he make good content? Yeah. Makes good content. Was he a good caster? Yeah. He was a good caster. Does that absolve him? From these allegations, which technically they still are. But again, I take a kidnap her word because it sounds like she witnessed what had happened. It doesn't absolve him from anything. Because he's a human being too. Who can be held accountable for his actions. Just because you have a little bit of power in whatever niche you're in... Doesn't give you the power to do whatever you want. I don't care who the fuck you are. To Alex, I hope you do learn from this. Truly, I do. To the Women that were affected, the women or women that were affected by this, I hope that you are all able to find closure as well. I, when I was sent that message after KC, I just thought about it and I, I sat there and I'm like, the individual messaged me. And they're like, uh, Shyway's no longer part of HCS Grassroots. And I'm like, that's fucking odd. Did, I mean, did he get an opportunity elsewhere? Like, good for him. Genuinely, it's immediately what I thought. Like, oh, maybe he got signed to something where he just can't be a Grassroots partner anymore. In which case, hey, that's awesome. Good for him. Then the next message came in and I'm like, fuck. And like I said, I'm not going to say who sent me the message. All I know is that, The person who sent me the message is very, very credible within the scene. then we just let it sit, let it wait. And then when the Orlando stuff happened and Shyway put out a statement, I just immediately thought of my kid. Just immediately think back to my three-year-old daughter. Love you too, Toussaint. Nerdly, thanks for the sub. No, Briggs, just twit longers. Yep, strike, I hear you. Now, again, going back, we do not have the full story. We do not have the full story. I am purely basing this off of what I've been told in the past. Everything coming to a head the statements that were put out and obviously my personal feelings and emotions behind it too. I can't take that away. Treat women with respect. Treat them as human fucking beings. Don't abuse your power. Whatever it is. Whatever amount of power that is, don't fucking abuse it. Be grateful for the position that you've been put in. That frankly you've earned. Be grateful for that position. Don't abuse that position. Not necessarily Winkler. Just everything coming to a head. Was notified a while ago, but yes, everything has come to a head now. Yep, spooky. I can understand that too. And like, like the statements have said, this was back. This is way back. And to all the people out there who were talking about how. Like it was, yes, the, the Tashi's statement was vague for being vague's sake because it wasn't his story to tell. And yes, he was doing what him and the HCS team felt was best for the community to provide a safe community. While we may not know the full story, from what it sounds like, from what we apparently do know at this point in time is that women felt threatened by him. Snag, not our story to tell. Not our story to tell. When Jen tweeted her statement this morning, what I wanted, that it's exactly what I wanted. It was something that I've been waiting for ever since shit started coming to a head before Orlando started. Someone with what appears to be firsthand knowledge of the situation, getting out there and making a statement. It sucks that it had to be this way. Sly Panda comes in and says, Command Station just put out a twit longer 30 minutes ago. Her and Shyway split. Let me find it real quick. think that bears reading as well because why not we're here also I want to thank I want to thank everybody like in all sincerity I want to thank everybody for being as civil as possible in the chat I know this is a very I know this is a very heavy situation and I know that a lot of people aren't necessarily going to be talking about it or willing to talk about it and while we may not know the entire story as of now I'm going to take this opportunity if there's something shitty and there's something shady happening within the community, it deserves to be talked about. You didn't hop on at the worst time, Toussaint. Don't worry about it, man. You're a good man. This is from Command Station. My thoughts on everything, she says. Many people were wondering about what was going on with Shyway's situation and how I was doing considering at the event. I have no comments other than we split up. I had zero issues with him as a person and no problems with the girl that was involved in the situation that happened a long time ago. Good to know. At the time I got to know Alex, I was comfortable and enjoyed getting to know him on a more personal level. The girl involved told me everything she had experienced with him in the past and it contrasted with my experience getting to know him. Okay, that's good. Hopefully you learned from that. All that to say, drama and bad people have come across my path many, many times. Alex has displayed nothing like that in the nature toward me but I have become aware that the situation between him and someone else was pretty bad. I don't like making statements on or twitlongers, understandable. I don't like talking about what I go through or have people knowing what I deal with because I want people to see me for who I am. I want to chase my dream and make a difference. It keeps me grounded and makes me a better version of myself every day. I stepped away from the drama. I hope everyone, I hope everything for everyone works out. And Spooky, we're not That's the thing. We are not going to take that opportunity to talk about the what could have beens. Because it's not our story to tell. I am purely basing everything off of what I have heard and what I have seen, obviously, transpire over the weekend. And Justice, you are 1,000% correct. Briggs, it's not a fucking cancel culture thing. It's not. It's about holding people accountable. It sounds like the breakup was amicable, though. So there's that. There's that. play. you're okay play i'm not going to rehash here just you can go back in the vod and check it out or just go on, literally you can go in the show notes and check out the twit longers that were posted earlier they're there i'm just not going to rehash it i've gone through you know thanks man I think that's all I got to say on the situation. Yeah. Will anything?
1: No. Um, No, I'm gonna leave it with what you said. It's fine. It's okay.
0: Good. Uh Phenom says, should there be an expectation that statements such as Jens should have come out earlier? No. There's a reason this is it's such a Phenom, it's so difficult. It's so difficult. Um I think the fact that she made a statement in and of itself says a lot more than if she didn't say anything. Yeah. But the, the oh you know what? There is one more thing I'm going to say. And it's not like overtly negative or anything. It's just a general thing to know. Like, like I said earlier, a lot of, like, the competitive Halo community can be on the younger side of things, right? Or just don't necessarily pay attention a lot of the time, regardless. No matter, no matter who it is, way it does not matter who it is. And we're not big, but us included. Like, literally, anybody that you enjoy that makes content... Don't just blindly follow them to the edge of the earth. just because you like their content. Literally goes for anybody. It's like they say about uh, companies, right? Like don't be don't be brand loyal, right? Diversify, okay? Don't blindly, Follow people that you enjoy that make content. Just don't do it, and hold people accountable. That's it for the competitive news. Before we continue, I fuck. We have some follows sh- follows to shout out here. Jesus Christ. We have Sly Panda, Phenom, I Am Lolly, Azazel, MF Doom, all caps, uh, Exier, Kenny, Strike, M- uh, Mono, Hogger, uh, B Gage, Run, Gun, Shoot, and Hero 1 AP. Thank you all very much for the follows. Welcome to the live show. And the Nightbringer, Nightbringer. Thank you for the follow as well. And then Nurgly and Strike. Nurgly with the two month and strike with the primer. Thank you guys for the subs. You guys get, whoa, whoa. <laughs> thank you all so much. Greatly appreciated. Uh Winkler, we'll talk about that a little bit in the, uh, in the wills adventure segment. You stay tuned, bud. Stay tuned. Justice. Thank you so much. You're so nice. Thank you so much. And plays in dirt. <laughs>
1: plays in dirt. Plays nice. in
0: dirt with the fucking primer two. You get a woo. You guys are awesome. Thank you all so much. And again, I really do. Um, this shit's sad. Hey, shake. Yeah. It's okay, man. We're past the. We're past that. Uh shake. Thank you for the follow, by the way. It's okay. Um, just to again, thank you all so much for remaining as civil as possible in the chat during that conversation. I know it is a very hard thing to go through. But, uh, again, I feel like while we still, again, while we still don't have everything, I feel that I'd be doing a disservice to you guys if we didn't talk about it. Because we can't only talk about the good shit that happens. Because that'd just be, it's the fucking people who blindly follow 343. I'm not gonna do that. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by Noobcombo.com. Check out Noobcombo.com for all your Hey sports needs and some merch too. You know, go check that out. Check out his merch. Daily tournaments, Z League, daily tournaments, and First Blood daily tournaments. You can go check them out. You can compete in those. They're happening daily, if they have enough signups. That is obviously. Monday, September 26th. That's today, probably right now. The Esports Arena Series E event is happening. It's happening. And on Saturday, October 1st, we have the Europa Halo Fall Series Open Number 1. Open Number 1. Go check it out. Compete if you're in the region. It's going to be a fun time. And that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCob.com. Check out NoobCob.com for your... Hey Louis Sports Seats. Wraith says first time catching the live stream. What's up, guys? What's up to you as well? Welcome to the live show. Briggs says, Thoughts on active's casting performance. I thought he did a great job with his first time on the big stage. You love to see it. Good on him. Hope to see it. Hope to see him moving forward as well. As I expect to. Winkler with the gifted sub to variable. Thank you, Winkler, for the gifted sub. You get a woo. Now, Blue Jay. Here's where I have a problem with what that statement is. He says active was okay. Tony was better. Why do we always have to do this? Like this person was better than this person. Why, why can't we just be like, Hey, that person did a good job and let's move on. Well, it doesn't mean he didn't enjoy active. It was. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just saying like they all did a good job. I have my quirks with Clutch, okay? He's like me, screams a lot. So, <laughs> for different reasons, you know what I mean? And, and also, Blue Jay, that's not to throw shit at you. I just, I, please don't take that personally. It's just, I see that comment all the time, especially when the Alex thing happened, is that I saw comments all the time, like, this person's way better than this person. Why the fuck, blah, 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 blah. Everybody did a good job. Acidic Soil. Ooh. Hey, play in, uh, play plays in dirt.
1: Don't play in that dirt. <laughs> Don't play in the acidic soil. You know what I mean? was <laughs> dying over here. Oh, he got me. I must've stepped in the acidic soil. Oh shit.
0: Acidic soil and Rose the wolf. Thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Tony was the freshest caster. That is absolutely true. Beans. 1000% true That man came with the heat Chasings with the follow Thank you so much Greatly appreciated Welcome To the live show Um, Did we ever find out Why Chris Puckett Didn't make it to KC I thought he was sick I thought he was Genuinely sick That sounds about right Yeah I think he was And then he had a kid So you know That You know Priorities Obviously yeah, Canon I can see that, but I do love Blaze. He fu- guys, if you want if you want to hear like one of the funniest stories of all time, the guy Blaze story. go watch our Kansas City Post show episode. Go watch our Kansas City
1: Post show episode. I'm gonna get the number for you guys right now and I'll do some research.
0: and look and like listen for the, the Guy Blaze story. The Guy Blaze Crocs story. trust me. Phenomenal. I was personally rolling on the floor laughing in, on the inside. I was raffling like straight up. It was fucking hilarious. Run Gun Shoot says, How did you get your logo in the back to blend in so well with the other foam? Is that custom?
1: Well, let me oh, tell you. we are on this now. No. Let me tell you, no, you <laughs> run, gun, shoot. What if
0: I told you, run, gun, shoot, that this logo is in fact.
1: It's graphic. Oh, my God. It's a graphic. It's not even real. Holy shit. Whoa. <laughs> you just, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Woo. Yeah. <laughs> The best part is, is that there's so many new people who had no fucking idea that that was the case or just mind blown. Strike literally mind blown. Let's go. Uh,
1: Kansas City Post show episode 233.
0: And for the record, Justice, you've never been lied to. I've never said it was a real thing. And yes, the foam is real. Yes, the foam is 1000% real. It's everywhere. It is fucking everywhere. We're surrounded we by foam. It.
1: Yeah, we overdid it with the acoustic foam. It is dead in here though in a good way.
0: it is. It is.
1: No echo. Legend is back from
0: Orlando. Welcome back, man. Good to see you. Also, I gave you a shout out earlier. Shout out, Corey. I don't know what's real anymore, dude. we don't even know what's real anymore. Don't even worry about, don't even worry about it. The funny part is that we've always jo- we've always joked that we're gonna get a real rendition of that logo and we're gonna put it up there. And then nobody's going to fucking understand because we're <laughs> going to touch it and everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? You're like, gotcha. Yo, toucan. Uh, I'm going to say toucans. Toucan. Toucan Sam. Toucan, thank you for the follow This this first time watching live. Welcome to the live show. Welcome to the live show. With J9495. With the follow as well. Thank you so much. Welcome to the live show. Hope you guys are having a great fucking night. Holy moly. You guys have been killing it with the follows today. What an insane show tonight has been. God damn. Toucan Sam will work. Hey, I'll call you Toucan. You know, you know, Toucan Sam, fucking Fruit Loops. You get it. Kid loves Fruit Loops. What can you do? Who doesn't like Fruit Loops? You like Fruit Loops? Yeah. Yeah, who doesn't like fucking Fruit Loops? God. will. Yeah. What do we got next? Roster mania.
1: <laughs> Buttons like not today. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Uh, some roster mania. A little piece of news. Josh pretty much already said at the beginning of the show. Two hours and forty minutes ago, uh, officially announcing I will be a free agent for HS season two. Any organizations or players interested in working with me, let me know. I've been playing a lot of Halo Infinite lately and enjoying getting better. Couldn't play in season one because I played such the game before release. That was from Nated.
0: Nated, not me. Nated. <laughs> Nated is back. Um. To, okay, that's it for Roster Mania.
1: That's it Kay. for Roster Mania.
0: I don't have scrim recaps because scrims don't matter. It's like whose line is it anyway? But before we get into the, Uh, we don't have tournament recaps because that was the post show. Um,
1: Nated should retire, dude. Oh my God. Yikes. Uh,
0: Toucan asks, have you talked about the Elamite drama? Uh, If we're talking about, if we're referencing the Elamite stuff between like me and him, um, we've left that to DMs and like i've said last week i'm i'm not here to drum up shit i'll say i'll say what i said last week um i just hope it can be resolved amicably within said dms that's it we exchanged words back and forth tried having a conversation and like i said hope things get resolved amicably, amicably within the dms that's it that. Um, always like Nate is a player since H3 chasings says, uh, hopefully he can do well coming back for infinite. Hey, hopefully man, more competition, better, just better. Oh, blue Jay. Isn't he that dude that never won a single tourney? It's sad, man. Especially considering Halo four existed. You know, he did never win, but you know what? He did get, He did get the participation MVP trophy from that worlds in 2016. Damn it.
1: Allegiance team. Yes, it was.
0: Yes, it was. That was a, that was a, Hey, you've been in the scene long enough. Here you go. Now people are, people are going to take that out of context and think I'm shitting on Nated. I'm not. That's a joke. I think Nated has been a phenomenal player throughout his tenure within the competitive scene. It's just I'm I'm anxious. I'm anxious and excited to see what what he can do um, if a team picks him up.
1: Yeah, is if he can bring value to a team, maybe a team needs a calm, level headed, experienced player to kind of sort them out. Who knows?
0: Absolutely. What does the future
1: for Sentinels hold post Worlds? Do you uh, think Lethal's gone after World? That's the, that's the million-dollar question. question, right? Hey, we don't know, but...
0: Was there actually inner turmoil within that team? Did Sentinels f- actually try to go for Renegade? I mean, all signs kind of point to yes at this point, but yeah. you never know. I think Frosty goes pro in Cod Modern Warfare 2? No. I think he stays... Uh... I think he stays. I think he stays because he would more. mm, That's tough in my opinion. Now this is off the top of my head. This is not doing any prior like thinking ahead of the statement that I'm about to make. But if this was like a gut reaction, which this is, I would say that he would probably have to go through challengers first and he wouldn't be picked up by a top tier roster, which is what he would want to go to first and I don't think he'd want to do that. I think he would. I, that's why I think he stays with Halo. Again, initial gut reaction. I don't know fucking anything. My predictions are always wrong. There you go. Um. And yeah, I do know about what Snipedown said as well. But I will also say this. From, you guys can take me by word or not. It, it is what it is. But I'll just say that there is another credible source and I'm not going to name said source that I reached out to, and this person has a different version of the story that went down with the faith situation. And I'll leave it at that. Bluejay says the team going to be disbanded after Worlds. So Snakebite and Royal Two probably sticking together. Frosty's up in the air, and Lethal retiring. If those three stick together, I could see lots of people filling that fourth spot. You know. I could definitely see this being a a situation where lethal decides that it's time to hang it up. Do I want him to No. I want him
1: to just,
0: I want him to be on whatever top tier rosters next and just prove everybody wrong. And just be like, "I, I, I deserve to fucking be here guys. Leave me alone. Where does the rumor that Lethal Retire is coming from? It's literally just a rumor strike. It's literally just a rumor. It's just a, like, you know, been around for a really long time, still plays very well, but, you know, maybe, maybe he does hang it up. And this is not saying he is going to, and I'm not trying to spread shit or anything like that. This is just like a what-if scenario, you know what I mean? Yes, that was the rumor hero. Also, welcome to the live show. But again, it's not we're not here to spread rumors. It's just a rumor. That's all it is. Will Tylenol be picked up by a top team? I'm kind of surprised he didn't get picked up by a team going through Orlando, to be completely honest. What I'm more than surprised by is Ace tweeting out that him and Tylenol were a duo looking for two to go into Orlando, and that didn't happen. So whatever. How many people have to ask for Ola to come back before he actually says something? I don't think he does. And again, this isn't trying to spread a rumor or anything. This is a personal opinion. I don't think he comes back. I just don't. Uh, Blue Jay brings up a semi good point here. Lethal's still playing okay, but is he good enough to win an event again? I just think he wants to retire with his legacy still uh, sort of intact. His legacy was never not intact. Blue Jay, my rebuttal to that statement is he his legacy was never not intact. I really hate bringing this up, but hear me out, okay? And I'm not saying he can be the comparison to this, but just hear me out. When you think of Michael Jordan, do you think about his time on the Wizards? Do you, Will? No. Does anybody think about his time on the Wizards? Does anybody think of his time as a professional baseball player? No. You think about his six championships with the Bulls. You think about Lethal in the same kind of scenario. You think about his multiple world championships. You think about his multiple event wins. You don't think about him losing now. His time on the Wizards and and baseball didn't help him at all. But did anybody talk about that? Sure, it's used against his legacy, but that's all they have against him. Like, that's all they have against him. He still won six championships. He still won six finals MVPs. You can't take that away from him. If Tom Brady has an off year in football, does that detract from his legacy? Dude's fucking 45. It doesn't detract shit. Lethal can have a bad event. It doesn't detract anything from his legacy. His legacy is not tarnished in any way, shape, or form. Hope Sentinels at least make it to the grand finals and worlds. Anything's possible, man. Yeah. Beans, his legacy is never tarnished. He's fucking, he is who he is. People aren't going to remember him for... Taking fourth place at HCS Orlando in the first year of Infinite, they're not. And yeah, he doesn't care what other people think, but like, I'm just saying. I also, I thought that video of him where like he's like, "Hey, and to to Tom Ogre Two, did you see that promo vid?" Will. No. Oh my God! Where they talked like. <laughs> talked about his legacy and whatnot um, and how he's been performing at Infinite. Like, they did these promo videos during Orlando. and In that video, he talked about It's like, yeah, and to Tom, uh, you know, I think that top 25 list was BS. I should be number one. And I'm like, get it, dude! Just lethal being lethal was so fucking funny. Oh, man. And yeah, Blue J, I agree. That was a move that nobody saw coming. And he talked about it. He's like, he saw the opportunity and he truly felt that he had a better opportunity winning while he was still winning on that evil geniuses roster. He felt that he was, he had a better opportunity to win on that what was CLG roster. Just crazy. Just crazy. Acidic, I don't Okay, we don't who fucking cares. What a weird statement. Cannot stop thinking a phase would be better if they were allowed to keep boo-boo. You, I mean, Hey, that's what, that's what you you just you keep it in the back of your mind. Anything's possible. Who the fuck knows? Let's get into some regular news. We'll keep it moving. I'm sorry. Will. community corner, Wexy Lex by Alex Wakeford over on Halo Waypoint. Go check it out. It's the next community spotlight uh, article. Go wa- uh, read it, not watch it, read it, do that. All right. That's it for the regular news. Condo kind of the games, watch! The Boston Breach has their roster announced and it. it's Nero Poison Vivid Methods and Awakening. Who the fuck knows how they're going to do? Moving on! The 2023 Call of Duty League season. about the Call of Duty League. The 2023 season will start on Friday, December 2nd, just 35 days after the release of the game with two weeks of online qualifiers before we hit LAN on December 15th. Majors 1 through 4. 2023 major one will be like nothing we've ever done before. It'll be hosted by the call of duty league live on land in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, we had an event there from December 15th through the 18th. So get ready fans. In addition to the professional league matches, major one will also feature several other call of duty events occurring on site at the venue. It'll follow a pro-am format with qualified challenger teams, battling pros with CDL points and five. Oh, five. What? of prizing on the line for major one And it doesn't stop there. The first Challengers Open of the 2023 season is scheduled to take place on-site from December 16th through the 18th. Teams that don't qualify for the Pro Bowl will still be able to battle in the Open and make a name for themselves. The 2022 Call of Duty Mobile Championship will touch down in Raleigh for the first LAN championship in history. Mobile teams will battle live throughout the weekend for 1.7... For $1.7 million in prizing. What the fuck?! Finally, to top it all off, the Call of Duty Endowment Code Bowl will also go down live at the event. watches U.S. and U.K. military eSports teams compete to be the 2022 Code Bowl champions. Major 2, hosted by the Boston Breach. After winning a successful Challengers tournament in 2022, the Boston Breach will be hosting their first Call of Duty League Major tournament. Last year, the... Oh, who cares? Major 3 will be hosted by Optic Texas. There's that major four will be hosted by the New York subliners and the major five and championship weekend details will be coming soon. And that's it for color games. Watch neck. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate it. Welcome to the live show. Cannon says, dude, I don't get it. Halo's the most interesting uh, eSport, in my opinion. How do people watch Call of Duty, Apex, and Valorant? People just like different things, man. People just like watching different things. That's the beautiful part about opinions. Everybody can have their own. Personally, I love watching Valorant eSports. I thought potentially seeing OpTic win it for North America would have been amazing. But, sadly, it didn't happen. I like playing Apex more than I like watching Apex. Yeah, everybody has their, everybody has their niche, you know. Everybody has their niche. It's time for those adventures with an and Another games too. William, what did you play over the last week?
1: Um, I played one game. It was Halo Infinite. Um. I don't really even remember what I did in the game other than some challenges. I
0: remember what you did.
1: The play I showed you. The play you showed me. All right. Uh, I had a challenge to get a double kill in BTB. Like, oh, great. <laughs> we, we love BTB here. So I'm roaming around. I'm roaming around. I'm pretty frustrated because it's BTB. And I grabbed one of the fusion coils. I don't remember which one it was. It wasn't the shock one, though, because it didn't disable the vehicle. So it's just the
0: regular fusion coil. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm just walking up this rock and I come around a corner. I see, cause BTB has radar, a little big brick on my radar. I'm like, Oh cool. So I walk around this rock and I, there's just a Warhog chilling. Around. I throw my fusion coil at it and like, it didn't disable the vehicle, but people started like jumping out and they're damaged. And I got an overkill from people just jumping out of this vehicle, easy cleanups. And it was, it was weird. It was a, It was fun. It was weird. I just didn't understand what was happening. I could have easily been taken down by the turret guy, but he just, he was the first guy that jumped out. All
0: right. This dude literally got the play that, like, I just, I wish would happen to me in a game. Just, I wish. It never does. Because when I'm running around that corner, the guy with the turret is looking right at me and it's ready to just take me to fucking Pound Town. And, like, you just strut around a corner with a fusion coil and they're all like, oh shit! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> they were. It was like they were just jumping ship off left and right. Just easy cleanups. Like what the fuck, man!
0: I, I wish I had your fucking Just was, the l- It game was lucky. It
1: was so lucky. I never get those games. It was just it happened. Um. So yeah, that's all I played. I didn't really do much else. I. Valid. Uh, bought more skins, which I shouldn't, but I did. It's okay. It's okay. Oh,
0: uh, Beans asked. Did that, did that overkill happen in the yapping?
1: Or the uh the social
0: BTB playlist is what it's now called. Did those count for challenges? I Maybe. So. I think BTB is BTB. Maybe. I think so. See, I, I thought that was funny because I'm like, what are these two options? Like you have big team battle and then social BTB? I'm like, oh social BTB is literally the happening. They just made it a fucking playlist. Uh the real body, thank you for the follow and Asks, Are we allowed to just bring up any kind of topic here or what? Well, that's the question, right? What are you wanting to talk about? I'm confused. Um, also, to answer the question of Blue Jay, no, I have not. Have you played Vikings, Wolves of Midgard?
1: I have not. No,
0: have not. But we are talking about generalized video games now, so if you do have a question about generalized video games, I guess you could go ahead and ask it. We'll see if we answer it. Uh, I played... I got a Steam Deck finally delivered here, and I was just testing out some shit on that. That's what I was doing. So um, I played some Cyberpunk. I played some Witcher 3. I played some halo infinite um, because halo infinite is now actually like supported full stop. You don't have to do any funky shit. And then uh, I did some Xbox uh, cloud gaming stuff as well, because MCC is, uh, unfortunately does not fucking work. Unfortunately doesn't work because of anti-cheat. So sure. that, that is what it is. Um, Carnig, yo, yo, welcome, dude. Good to see you. He says, When are we teaming for the next open? Next year. Next fucking year. I love you, man. Yo, shout out, Carnig. What a wonderful individual. Yes. Wonderful individual. Hunted says, Caught you guys on the tail end. Just got to work. I'll, I'll listen on Spotify when it's posted. Thank you, Hunted. Greatly you. appreciated. Hope you have a great night. I'm sorry you got to work. It's unfortunate, but hey, hope you have a great night at work. Oh, yes, Beans. Did you get a chance to play the Modern Warfare 2 beta? I did not. I did. I played three games. Three games. Yo, Carding with the sub. Thank you, sir. Sub. You get you know, it. And Silos. Oh, there he is. Oh. There's Steven with a PH.
1: <laughs> in the chat. No. Oh,
0: it was a running joke over the weekend. Oh. I love you, sir. <laughs> For the record, we love silos here. We love silos here. Silos is incredible. Love
1: you, man. If anyone's looking for some H1 games, I'll be looking
0: for our next run. I love you, Carnegie, dude. Love you, dude. Schedule sucks for trying to listen live. Hey, but that's the beautiful part, hunted. We are available on all your favorite podcast services and YouTube. And YouTube, yeah. There's our shameless plug. I got more coming up soon. There you go. Oh, yes, you do. What's up, pancakes? Welcome back. Good to see you. Yes, I played three games in the Modern Warfare 2 beta. Um, I was playing on the Xbox Series X um, and of the three games that I played, because I know there's a lot of, I know there's a lot of people who love Call of Duty. There's a lot of people who hate Call of Duty. I am a middle of the road Call of Duty player. I am a, um, I don't play every year that the game releases. I play when it intrigues me. And Modern Warfare 2019 intrigued me until I realized the amount of doors that were on maps damn doors. The damn doors. I never, I didn't play Vanguard. I didn't, I played like, I played World War II for a little bit, and bad decision. But I was genuinely excited for Modern Warfare 2. So I even pre-ordered it. (gasps) gasp. I know. I even pre-ordered it. I played three games of the beta. And of those three games, two of them were standard TDM. And the other one was their like, 40 v 40 with AI people in it. Okay. And I can't believe I'm saying this guys. I had fun. I had fun playing call of duty. It's insane. I know it's crazy. Will my opinion change if I play five matches? Probably. (laughs) But as a guy Is a guy who just loves in running and gunning and shitting some TDM. I just like me some call of duty. Just like me some call of duty. Cannon says the real question. If infinite launches a competitive BR and adds substantial new content to 4v4 HCS, can halo bring its viewership back to December 21st levels? 200,000, 200,000 viewers is what apex and cod does during a big comp weekend. If it brings a BR, I don't see how that wouldn't be a thing. I definitely don't see how that wouldn't be a thing.
1: I mean, besides the content as well, yeah. <clears throat> the server's got to be fixed. Oh. That's the main thing for me right now. Same. I, I I get it. LAN negates that, but for enjoyment of the game and community morale, servers got to be fixed.
0: Absolutely. Beans, uh, we've made that joke before. Or COD Pro Talk. <laughs> no, well Halo <laughs> will stay here for probably ever. Uh. Yeah, Blue Jay, I I like I like that mindset. I like that mindset a lot. That being said, Infinite can only go up from here. I love that mindset. Strike, you be safe as well, dude. Seriously. Please be safe. You got there is a hurricane that is going to be making landfall in Florida. They're expecting massive floods. Please, please, please be safe. Are we about to reach the longest episode? Oh shit. Do we, st- we don't have that posted anymore. Do we?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: It might be, uh, we, we do need to kind of close things up though. Um. Yeah. Real bodied. I think that's a fucking, that's a question for another day.
1: That's a whole yeah that's, co- that's, yeah. that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. We could do a whole episode with that. It probably
0: could. We'll add it to the list of topics to potentially do. Potentially do. Oh <sighs> yeah, Steam Deck's fucking rad. All right, that thing's cool shit. <laughs> I wish every game worked on it, but that thing's fucking cool. Let's get into some shout outs and close this bitch up. Shout out to everyone who joined the HCS Orlando watch along. If you had joined in the watch along that we did all weekend long for the Orlando major, I hope you had a great time. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, joining the conversation chat. And it was a fun time and uh, looking forward to do it again. Hell yeah. Shout out to everyone who followed and sub during the live show.
1: You call them out during the I show. Did. I did call them you out got during them all. the show. I did. I did. Unless you want to go through... It was a lot. 70.
0: 70? 69. 69? Nice. <laughs> um, No, in all seriousness, guys, uh, Jertius, thank you for that statement. Really appreciate it. And to everybody who did... Everybody who did stop by, even if you didn't follow, it doesn't matter. Like if you just came into chat, if you lurked, if you followed, if you subbed, thank you so much. Um, If you like what you see, if you like what you hear, Will's going to pimp out the show in just a second. If you didn't like what you see and you didn't like what you hear, thanks for taking the chance. Thank you for taking the opportunity to try it out. Because I understand I'm definitely not for everybody. And I respect that. Happy belated birthday. 13th birthday, that is to Halo 3 ODST and a happy belated 15th birthday to Halo 3. My first midnight release. Will was there and we didn't even know. Did we talk? I forget. Yeah. We did.
1: I ran into Cody in his cardboard Master, Master Chief, Chief suit. suit. Yeah, and his acrylic uh, energy sword. Yep. Yeah. I think that thing broke that night, didn't it? Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> Whatever. It's all good. Uh, shout out Eric. Um, for creating the Halo Kitty coloring contest that we did during that midnight release, never forget those moments. Big, big, big shout out to Halo Three. I wouldn't be where I am today without that fucking game. That's for sure. Um, Blue Jay says, "Bro, I'm just sad nobody told me about you guys before. Uh, like, bro, I've been following competitive Halo for years. It's okay for what it's worth. Like, and I, I'm not really big on the self promotion thing." So I'm not going out of my way to post our episodes on Reddit, to post our episodes like other places besides Twitter, obviously, if you follow us. You know what I mean? If like that's why I kinda I don't know if reli is the right word, but I try to I try to emphasize like if you like the show, tell other people about it. Tell other people about it. Let them know. Have them give us a chance. And if they like it, cool. And if they don't, that's kind, that's fine too. Not a big deal. Karnik, you are way too fucking kind. Way too fucking kind. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Blue Jay from Team Beyond back in the day. Shout out Team Beyond. Rest in peace. Team Beyond Forums. Rest in peace. Yep. Rest in peace. Carnegie, you're too, you're too nice. Um, and then happy belated birthday to King J and Minnesota native Nemesis on Oxygen Esports. That's it for the shoutouts. All right. Time for some community creations real quick and then, Will, you can plug the show. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash Halo memes. Uh, wait. Reddit.com forward slash Halo memes, right?
1: Yeah, I think you got that.
0: Red.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. I knew I was fucking forgetting oh, something in there. Yeah, I knew it. I say it every week. I knew I fucked up. Justice, you have a great night as well. Love you. Navi Halo Vlog Road to Major Wonder Boy Edition by Navi. Go check that video out. We have the Sentinels Playoff Bundle Promo by Sentinels. If you have not seen what Sentinels, does do, uh, what Sentinels do for their promotions, oh, they're phenomenal. They're great. Oh my God. You got to check them out. Oh. Oh, 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 Do it. And then finally we have capture the mic <clears throat> episode three, T-Banged, T-Banged, ooh baby. By Europa Halo. I'm so glad they did an episode with him. I'm so fucking glad. When I saw that show up on my Twitter feed, I'm like, it's like all of my dreams have come true for what I'm able to do on this show. William Hung, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Yes, if that didn't show that we're 30 years old, that just proved it right there, ladies and gentlemen. Will, that's all I got for basically the entire show. All right. So without further ado, Will, if you wouldn't mind plugging this motherfucker.
1: You can find us on your favorite podcast surfaces. Just search for HDS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Citrus, Spotify, and others as well. Pocket Cast. Not an ad. Leave us a reveal that others know about the show. You can join our Discord, join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. I'll be like... Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Exclamation point Discord and chat. Below the video, wherever you're listening, check it out. Check it out. If you want to stay up to date on what we got going on, check out our Twitter, twitter.com slash Pro Talk. We have an Instagram and Facebook as well. If you want to find us there. Want to watch VODs? Check them out on YouTube. There's some uh, old interviews, some just wacky stuff we've done. It's all there. Previous episodes, youtube.com slash Talk. Hell yeah. We're live on Twitch if you're listening or watching those old VODs. Come catch us live Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Time, usually. Asterisk in case something goes on. Stay tuned to Twitter if you want to know if that changes. We have hdsprotalk.com with a link to some merch in the top right corner if you're interested. Uh, Josh did some new designs more recently, and there's stickers. If you like stickers, Josh loves stickers. I do. Man can't get enough of them. I do. We obviously have problems, you know, back of the laptop.
0: Stickers are never a problem.
1: <laughs> never oh. a
0: problem. Never having too many stickers.
1: Get yourself some stickers. And then, don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. Um. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. You're home for Halo! They have great shows such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Clubs, Build With Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. And so Still graciously, the they gave us a little spot on their website for HCS Pro Talk. So, go check out Podcast Evolved.
0: GunBot, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Blue Jay asks, are you on every Monday? Yes, unless something happens, but we're live weekly no matter what. We have never missed a week. Two hundred and fifty-four episodes, my man. Welcome. What's up, Jagged? How's it going? So everybody got a chance to hang out here for the whole show. Thanks for doing this, fellas. I'll be I'll be heading to bed after this. Hey Beans, thank you for hanging out with us, chatting, adding to the conversation. It's greatly appreciated. Holy shit, I just watched two episodes of... Is that supposed to be Dahmer? Dahmer.
1: And you guys are still on? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We're getting close to, like, longest episode territory. But I I think we'd probably have to go for another half hour, which... We're not going to do. I might fall asleep here in my chair. It's It's okay. We're not a long-ass day. Yes,
0: we're not going to do it. Uh, Winkler says, almost your five-year anniversary. We're almost there. And let me tell you, let me tell you, we got some cool shit planned for the new year.
1: A couple late follows coming in for... uh, Oh, you said GunBot. And then I, want the, I want the W.
0: I want the W. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I'm sorry it had to be towards the end here, but hey, appreciate it regardless. But yes, we are here weekly. Check it out. Or favorite podcast service, YouTube, wherever the fuck you want to find it, it's there. Um. Also, I, okay. For those that are still here, I want to say this real quick. Two quick things. One, if you're going to be at Worlds, if you're going to be at Worlds, um, come come find us. I'll have stickers, and they're free. I'll have free stickers. You want to know what the sticker is? It's that. It's that. It's the logo. I'll give you a sticker, black and white or color. I have both. Come find us. You get a sticker. Um, and then also I want to say this, or a dollar from Matty Rums. No, fuck off. We're not. <laughs>
1: I kind of do want to give them a stack. Be like, if you, you buy
0: a sticker off Maddie for a buck, then no. Come to me. I'll give you one for free. Um, and then also the other thing is we have a lot of new people that came in for the first time this week. Uh, I want to sincerely say thank you to those who did stop by. Again, I know I said thank you before, I want to say thank you again. And then also, Will said it earlier. If you want to continue this discussion, join the Discord. If you want to, you don't have to if you don't want to, I'm just saying. If you want to continue this discussion, we keep it civil. We keep it respectful. That's something I pride this community on. If you want to continue discussions, head on to the Discord. We'd love to have you. Um, And then also, don't be afraid to hit us up in the DMs either. Leave a YouTube comment, whatever it is. Try to be always available as much as we can be. Okay? Just want to make sure people understand that. Um. But yeah, Shag says, looking forward to hear the full pod tomorrow. I'm looking forward to you, looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I plan on watching this back, but what segments did you cover today? Well, funny you ask. Because on this episode of HTS Pro Talk, we covered. Yeah, what segments? The HTS Orlando Po Show. uh, The new merch that was announced for the collaborations. The Europa Halo Fall Series has, is returning. Native is, is eyeing to return to competitive Halo. Call of Duty League season. And we spent a good amount of time on the Shyway situation. So have fun. There's that. And I'm not going to rehash it here. You can go back and listen to it there. So yeah. I want the W. Go back and rewatch. Not, no, 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 no. Just go back and rewatch. I'm not going to rehash it here. Ladies and gentlemen, before Will falls asleep on the table, <laughs> that does it for episode 254 of HCS Pro Talk. Yes, 254. want to thank you all very much for joining us. If you're tuning in for the first time, if you're tuning in for the 254th time, even though we never did this live for like the first 100 episodes or whatever the hell it was. Thank you all so very much for doing so. Thank you for keeping the conversations going. Thank you for if you were lurking, if you were chatting, if you're following, subbing, if you're just hanging out, thank you for doing so. For those who are listening to the audio version of the show after it's come out, thank you too. You know, I like listening to podcasts when I'm taking a shit. Maybe you do too. I'm not gonna judge you. You know, that's what that's what the show's for, man. You listen and enjoy on your own time. If you're checking out the YouTube version of the show, hi, giving you a little wave, you know, for the audio folks, I'll give you a wave too. you. Can't see me, but I'll give you a wave too. Cause fuck it. You know, Orlando was an amazing event. Loved every fucking second of it. And I was fucking right for once. We'll be back next week to talk about whatever the fuck happens in the competitive halo scene, because you know, there's always something to talk about guys. Have a great night. Have a great week. We'll see you hopefully Monday, but until then.